0: Good evening, one and all. Welcome to the Anything Butter One podcast. My name is Twelfthman. I'm here, as always, because I'm the only one who knows the key code to get into the door. Otherwise, we'd all be stuck in the hallway. Um, I'm here, as always. So, who else is with me today?
1: Uh, Yeah, Matt Nightwing, here, as
0: mostly always.
2: Uh, Merrick, back again.
0: (laughs) And we've got some special guests today. Not just one, but two. Two whole special guests. Two of them. Madness. Like a peanut of guests, there's two of them in a little shell. <laughs> so we are joined by the. Stop laughing at me! I command respect, damn it! No, um, we are joined not by uh, Nazgob and Francis because they just decided they don't want to do it anymore. So bugger them! But we have got the NAF's very own Andy here, Hawker. Say hello. Good evening. And we have a mysterious gentleman by the name of R.K. Say hello. Hello, hello. So those of you who are Blood Bowl veterans on the online world in particular will know about the Orca-Cola Championship, so you will have known all about these two lovely champs, probably, Um, and you are here to talk about it again, because I believe it's being revived, is that right?
3: Oh, I mean, revive is perhaps not the correct word, Orca can tell you all about the... um... Oh, uh, it's been running for years, um, but now we're doing uh, level two as well. So
0: that's what I meant. I think I did use the wrong word. Up, not <laughs> migrated. Yeah, uh? that's that's probably better. Yeah. Updated that as well. Br- brought Trans- into the 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 fold of the modern age. Yeah. Uh-huh. see, I know what yes. I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, um, we're also going to talk. <laughs> I'm lying, I don't know anything. Uh, We're also going to talk a bit about the NAFC, which is happening one week today. In fact, one week today, it'll be halfway through. Indeed. So that'll be exciting. And we're hopefully going to talk a bit about the Skaven roster, uh, because we should probably talk about rosters again, because it's been bloody ages. And as I was saying earlier, we had one bit of feedback, and we have crumbled. We have crumbled under this one bit of feedback, and have changed everything that we're doing. I love how... Yeah, we submit the
1: slightest bit of peer pressure. Yeah, you suggest something we'll talk about, we'll
0: talk about it. I love
2: how you're suggesting that taking the advice of the fans is a bad thing. The fan,
0: no. Singular. No. (laughs) Just just the one. Yeah, just (laughs) the one. Okay, then. So let's start with OCC, Orca Cola Championship. I got an email a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, Orca Cola Championships is happening. Some stuff is changing. Can we come and talk about it on the podcast? And I said, no, how dare you! And then someone played some music and it all went great. That <laughs> was
1: that? That's certainly my phone, which I failed to switch off.
0: One day, Matt will remember to switch his phone off before he starts recording. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem very likely, does it? The best bit was a few weeks ago when his phone kept buzzing to get going messages. So Nazgob started messaging him to tell him to turn his phone off, which was just causing more vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the Orca Championship. I don't know a huge amount about the history of it. If only we had someone here who knew about the Orca Championship, Hawker.
4: I do. Would
0: That's, you like to tell... What is it? Or, Orca-Cola, what's it called?
4: Orca-Cola Championship. Now, it's been running for a good number of years. As to how many, I don't really know. Um, we're currently on season 33. 36. 36, 36 see, the I'm not um, For the OCC1, the original Sinai Blood Bowl game. Okay. And each year would probably have anywhere between three and possibly four seasons in it because they run every three months plus time to change over and so on and so forth. Yeah. So So from that, anyone with a calculator can work out how many seasons we've done approximately.
0: I'd say six or seven years. Gosh. Yeah. And you've been around since the beginning, okay?
3: No. No. That's Hawker's part, so he he'll tell you a bit about the history, I think, because I'm I'm fairly new to the game. So.
0: Okay. Well, I
4: joined in season five, I think it was. And the original setup due to the forms that we was we had, every tier had their own part of the forms and so on. And that quickly changed when the client changed like with the release of the Dark Elf add on. Oh wow. Um,
0: I remember I that when they released the game oh, again, but with one extra team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because that's yeah. what you do, isn't it?
4: And um, yeah, it's been going strong since. We was having anywhere in the region of sort of two to 250 coaches.
0: Bloody um,
4: Zephyr was instrumental in the whole thing. He started all in beta um, and, and, and he kept it going from there.
3: Yeah, he's recently retired actually uh, and, and sort of handed it over to a. New, fresh generation.
4: Say new yeah. and fresh, Pit Pad's
0: still involved and he's
4: faster than more fresh.
0: <laughs> Whoever he is, I'm sure if you're listening, hello. Is he <laughs> is is he the new commissioner?
3: Um, uh, Pidpad's been around for a long, long time and uh, he's still active as one of these sort of league uh, administrators otherwise uh, most of the older people, a lot of them are still around kind of like Hawker, hang around in the periphery um, and then there's <laughs> a, a bunch of, of a nuisance. <laughs> well they give us a lot of good advice because um, I, I, I've been playing Blood Bowl since, well basically I think, I think season 14 I started playing uh, in, in OCC, and that's I've been sticking with it since because it's a good place, and I'm just sort of working my way up the ranks. <laughs> and, and what happens? Style. What happens if you sort of do something well uh, in the OCC? Then they ask you to do more. <laughs> <laughs> Ungrateful bastards! Yeah, and there's so, no um,
0: escaping. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: you know, I've actually heard of the orca Okakoda uh, League. I remember when I first joined. Uh, I used to play Blood Bowl one. back in the days when it was just called Blood Bowl (laughs) and there wasn't a Blood Bowl tool for it to be compared against and I was looking for leagues and stuff and I have a mate and I swear he played in the Okoda Cup but I don't want to say it in case I'm wrong but I think he did what was his name? Historical George he he played Skaven a lot George Kerr I think he might have done Oh George across the bridge in Bristol George yeah yeah that's fine yeah I think he did Brother, brother or something yeah, he scored with the tree man. He kept telling me. He tells me the story yes. once he scored with the tree man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that one story.
0: Yeah. Like, to be fair, if you score
2: with a tree man, you're going to keep telling that story. Brother That's Kane. That, that, that was true. his username, Brother Kane.
3: Oh, Brother Kane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, even I know. know uh, he's been in the orchestra. I remember him from when I used to play. Yeah. There we go.
4: In 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 line with what you was just saying now, important to mention that whilst Zephyr set the whole show up, he started off as largely the, the league commissioner and soon expanded the the group to a guy called Ray and Ray there was somebody else but I can't recall as he sort of stepped back a bit or needed support and help and then that largely grew again to Doomy, a guy from Scotland and PiPad. Um, and then as more and more duty stepped up and as he stepped back from things, different people stepped to different place. And then again <laughs> Dode was involved. who's had a large part to do with the
0: Cyanide groups? Yeah, um, I see his name popping up all over the place. I don't yeah, know where it's like Dode's
3: everywhere. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. so is he, he is he a he, Cyanide he... employee or is he not? No,
3: yeah. he wishes. <laughs> <actually>. no, <laughs> okay. no, I don't think he actually. Actually, I don't think he wishes that at all. But oh. <laughs> he, does, he does do a he does do a lot of work, uh, and, and he works with um, the CCL now, which is the um, uh, Cyanide Championship League. And sort of helps uh, administer that now so that's probably why most people know about him okay that's fair um, enough that's for bl- blood bile blood bowl 2 that is blood so bile they've got a, a <laughs> prayer <prep. laughs> blood bile that's,
0: that's a good name for it actually
3: isn't it, yeah, it change it that's a bad uh, game of blood bowl. they've, they've got a price pool now actually of like 950 euro i think so yeah it's moving up <laughs> in the world
0: wow yeah I'm, i find I'm, it crazy I'm, because I'm like, these. Um, when you hear these great, huge sweepstakes, I mean, they've got like, yeah, they've got prize pools and stuff going on. And I was thinking the other day, I was trying to think, was a £12 troll a bit too much for the winner of my league or not? I was like, well, can I stretch the budget that far to buy a troll? Ooh, don't not quite. Know, um, it's
3: not quite League of Legends, is it, though? I mean, <laughs> no, it isn't. It's like a million dollars and whatnot. No,
0: but, but know, it's nice. They're
3: obviously investing a lot of uh, effort into the game and... and, and uh, no, they've announced a legendary edition, which is sounds quite exciting. They're going to put a lot of new teams in and a lot, a lot of new features. So, yeah. yeah. What is that?
0: I with these strange shouts today.
3: Anyway. Um, and it's gone. So, yeah. Sorry, have this. Sorry. Carry yeah, on. sorry. Uh, we have this site, um, you know, Orca Cola. Uh, and, and I just want to say, because um, we, we, we've just seeded the new season two of Orca Cola 2, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. there's still room for, for for some new players if people are interested, so I wanted to mention that. Yeah.
0: What you should do is you should mention that. I'd I wish I knew, I knew a guy. Be. I know a guy's <laughs> got a podcast. You can mention <laughs> it on his podcast.
5: <laughs>
0: that's, that's In a shameless plug-type way. Mm-hmm. Am I, can I plug my own podcast while I'm on my podcast, talking about my podcast? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, what's hey, the pitch? Listen to anything but one podcast. <laughs> I don't um,
1: know. It's a bit, that's
0: a bit metal, Alex. Alex.
2: Yes. Uh, I mean... <laughs> That's so meta.
0: No, what's meta is being told off on my own podcast for for promoting my own podcast. Yeah, but you're
2: saying listen to anything but a one podcast to people who are currently listening to anything but a one
0: podcast. (laughs) This is getting very out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Orca Coda 2, the second season has been seeded, but there is still plenty of space, correct?
3: Well, well, well there's space. If uh, a few pe- more people not join, we can start another division. Division. We've got 18 divisions of 10 now, so 180 people. <laughs> and, um, and um, yeah, Sage, uh, if you know him, is a streamer. He's he won the first um, championship ever of Orca Cola 2. So Ooh. this just recently concluded that season. I and watched
4: I, the game I want to say I scored with a beast of Nurgle
3: It's not a tree though. I mean come on. <laughs> know, that, that's, that's pretty impressive though. That's, that's pretty great. <laughs> um, so if it's
0: I'm, I'm presuming it's PC, correct?
3: Yes. Uh, oh it's Mac as well. You can, you can play on Mac as well. Um, and then, you know, Blood Bowl 2 is on PS4, but that, there's no cross-platform, so you can't join
0: the OCC. Yeah. So, but, it, but Orca Coda 2 is a PC, Blood Bowl, as in a yeah. computer, yeah. you know what I mean, a PC league. Mm-hmm. Or Mac, but not PS4 or great. Xbox.
3: Yeah. And if I,
0: if I want to join your league, I go to my yep. computer and I type in Orca orca-cola.com. Orca-cola.com.
3: orca-cola.com, yeah. Cool.
0: And all the information for joining on is all there.: yeah, you
3: can, you'll get a link to the forums, and you'll find a, there's a very helpful help section. I spent an entire weekend just sort of revising the forums so they should, should be a bit more helpful now. Yeah, will yeah, it help?: me mean, with
0: a, I have a particular problem with a, with a host on, on my show that I don't like. Will it help me um, get rid of him? Wait, you hang on. Go,
3: the, we have a question section, so you can go into the question <laughs> section and ask if, if we want to off off your co-host for you, and and, oh, that's uh, cool. and we'll we'll try and post a speedy and and helpful answer. Oh, thank you. you know, yeah.
0: This is it's only my got third got podcast yet. back, dude. Come on! It's not necessarily you, Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
3: assume these things.
0: Okay, so and I mean, how how do the games work? Do you have like a, a week to play a game, two weeks, three weeks? Yeah,
3: exactly. It, uh, it's it's ten, uh, ten per division, and we play a round robin. So nine weeks, uh, one uh, game per week. You arrange a game uh, ahead of time with your um, opponent, and then you play it. And that's good. You you know your players die, and and you cry tears and pain and sorrow. Yeah, But that's blood bile. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no and I'm works. guessing,
0: are you quite, because you've got quite, well, so many players and so many divisions, you have to be quite strict with, like, if someone's lagging oh, yes. behind or whatever, yeah? Moving the yeah. day forward we, and stuff.
3: Yeah, we, we punish people for that. So we've got a, a fairly advanced warning system and people get warning. And we ban people, you know, if they don't show up, uh, sign up and, and, and don't show yeah. up, then out they go. Yeah, we take, we're taking it quite seriously, which is, I think, is why we have a fairly good reputation uh good. league.
0: Yeah, yeah you've <coughs> got to do it sometimes because it's, it's, bowl can sometimes move at the speed of the slurs player, which is OK <laughs> sometimes, but a cancel does get quite old quite yeah. quick.
4: Yeah. I think it's worth to note, I mean, going back a bit, I don't know if RK recalls, but under the... Um, direction of Zephyr he would ban people for harsh. more things I mean I, I witnessed a OCC coach um rage quitting and disrespecting someone in the open forum and so he just banned him from the league there and then it had nothing to do with the league but
3: <laughs> they operate on that policy we're not quite that harsh anymore we're, we're a bit uh,
4: only because do stepped down but I think they operate on that so we only attract quality coaches and and okay. Rift doesn't tend to get past a season or two, and then yeah. it complements the league largely, you know. Excellent.
3: So the, um, the yeah they enter the bottom tier, and and the ones who don't make it through the first season, tend, tend you know, not to move up the divisions. So, so, I was yeah. going to
0: say, in terms of actual, in terms of say competition and stuff, um, would you say it's quite a quite a seriously competitive league? I think it's
3: both, honestly. I think which is quite nice. We have these really competitive people who, who who play to win, but at the same time we have people you know going in with like an all-zombie team and, and having a having a <laughs> laugh, you know. Nice. So yeah, and um, you can do both. Uh, obviously, you know, don't expect to get to the championship if you have an all-zombie team. But some people don't care about that. So
2: challenge accepted. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to see that. But yeah, yeah, um... back to,
4: to uh, OCC1, which is largely the same product, the Division 2 or Tier 2, as it was called, that was before the top the flight, the, the championship or Tier 1, was very competitive. There's no two ways about it. People like yeah, Stroud was available um, and he's come over here and played and won the Welsh Open. So that gives you the, the, the quality. I've won the, the league once. Um, You'd see people like Flix. I don't know if you recall him. He won it a number of years on the truck, German international. And so you're playing with top
3: quality coaches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. When you get up the divisions, you're going to face them proper opposition uh, there is no question about that so
2: yeah. what you're saying is that we wouldn't fit in
3: are, well I've, I've this season i've made it to tier 2 which is the highest i've ever
4: come so RK, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we know it's in the developmental stages wait until season 5 or 6 and it's yeah. shuffled out you'll drop yeah.
3: down there. That's true. It's true. Okay. So <laughs> I, I will. No, I will. I'm, I'm not a brilliant player. I, it's, it's not my thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the last ten years, then, or or seven years of Orca Cola, of across all games, platform, seasons, do you both have any particular games or moments that you just remember being amazing, that people were talking about for weeks to come, weeks after, oh, or something? Go
3: ahead, Hawker. I
4: think for me, you'd see the. Um time when Flick's dominated for a good four or five seasons, um, playing him for the first time in the championship as one of only two coaches that took points off him. He went uh, seven wins a draw and a loss. I took the draw and another Dark Elf coach took the loss. For me, that was a highlight um, because his represent, reputation preceded him. Obviously, the year I won the, the title, I played Stromey a couple of games before and he actually beat me with his Chaos Dwarfs. And the season was his to win and lose. And he played a coach who actually beat him 1 0. And the people were obviously logging in, watching the games. There was the chat behind it. And to see him lose that game was obviously gifting me the championships. So, you know, Whilst it's not won and lost in one game, it's over a season. That was a highlight. You see people like Hobnell, if you know him. Turn out amazing. Yeah, yeah, with a student that set records. Um, then you've got him turning up with a whole a, a, hobgoblin side. The hobnail and, booters. Yeah, the hobnail booters. You know, things like that. You get your characters along the way, and, and it was great. Um, George and Verbal both tapped in with halfling teams doing random things that shouldn't be done with halfling teams. <laughs> <laughs> One day... Point, Movement for tree that was and a halfling side which is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: uh, All right, on um Hawker on fumble, I've I, I finally got my, my dream halfling. He's a halfling with block and mighty blow. I fucking I fucking hate that halfling. <laughs> he is the best halfling. I, I hate him. that halfling so much. <laughs> But it's just, I feel so, I love him, but I also really want to protect him. So I want him to get stuck in, but I also want to just keep him away from all the danger. <laughs>
3: That's the <laughs> problem, isn't it? Yeah. He
0: yeah. deserves
2: with, a ball um, to the throat.
0: With Ray
4: XXX, he had a an orc team, and on it had a goblin called Elvis. And this <laughs> <Sorry>. goblin's <laughs> whole purpose was to foul people off the pitch, I swear it was. <laughs> and yet, he was a strength goblin. And it was TV, <laughs> you know, it was a complete waste of time, but it. Gained
0: the legendary status that only a league could bring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite right. Oh, I, 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 I like leagues. I, I do miss the fact that with online leagues, you do get that development so much more quickly than a tabletop league. So, I mean, our oh, yeah. tabletop league's been going for well, it's almost finished its first season, and it has taken a good five months to get to that point. It's been quite slow because it's been the first one, and we've been finding our feet. But in five months, you can get so much done on a table on a, on a computer oh, yeah. one. You can get stories. Come, stories. Yeah. The stories
3: build kind of faster, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's a tragic- we have a lot of people engaging into the stories and sort of uh, retelling the matches and, and, and analysing them and everything. I, I think it's uh, yeah, it, it build The community is really nice. You can um, you have people who play just for the fun. And you have people who really get into it and and, and uh, yeah.
4: But to give a highlight, you had people with like Ray, who's got his goblin, and other people who've got name players. I mean, one of with my I had a the throw, a carefree one day, who set the record for passes and distance and the catch of Blue Moon to actually set the overall league record for touchdowns. And then you've got somebody like Flicks who had a phenomenal Wood Elf team, but it was about winning. It The, the players were largely irrelevant. So for him, it's purely a competitive side. You know, the apple would be used in the first knockout, even if that's a loner.
0: Yeah.
4: Playing from a tournament point of view, winning games point of view, the players are secondary you get some people that get upset when their key players die or whatever. And, and from my perspective, whilst I want to develop these people, everyone that dies gives you a chance to build a new one.
0: Yeah, quite right. I will, I'm an elf player, so I'm used to seeing my players just get murdered. I try not to get too attached to them. I do a bit, but when you just feed them into the meat grinder of Blood Bowl, you can't get attached. I'm, I'm a half
2: oh, no, I'm no.
3: a spade to take them off. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think I think my, my my biggest memory of that in in bloodwell is uh, is in the OCC my my team which I now used the ne- reused the name was the necro team and over the course of two seasons I lost three um, golems they died three of them died and two of them to to stone throws oh, oh wow Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> that's <not laughs> <laughs> That's so, not good at all. But, but that was sort of at the point where I was still fairly new. So I was really quite upset. And it's like at the end of that season, I realized that, okay, if I'm going to keep playing this game, I have to stop caring about <laughs> these little pixel men, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If they're going to die.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that is the way to do it. Cause... Oh, it is.
3: Absolutely. Go... I'm, I'm definitely a better player for it, you know?
0: Players come and go, but glory is everlasting. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> And yeah, no matter how beefy you build a team and how much you try, you are going to get your tree man killed by a rock. It's oh, just going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just happens. Of Merrick, so, one of my favourite ever cash. Blood Bowl players was Merrick's War Dancer, Strength 5 War Dancer. He, he was a beast, absolutely incredible. How did he die, Merrick? He. Um, GFI, GFI. He, it was a go for it, yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: and, and the, the, the apothecary went from dead to dead. Yes. So, um
0: and what are you going to do, eh? What are you going to do? You just go... I'm going to
2: constantly mourn him, really, is what I'm going to do. He was my favourite. But what he did do, which I've talked about in the past, is gave me a completely wrong way of playing Wood Elves. <laughs> <laughs> <So> this, <laughs> most, most of my games of Wood Elves I've ever played have been with that Wardancer, so it completely twists you a little bit.
0: Get the ball. Uh, give it to
2: the war dancer. Pick give it to the dancer. war dancer. Oh, the enemy have the ball. Take her out with the war dancer. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a trouble
4: with league play. You can get some phenomenal players that your whole team evolves around. When that
2: oh, player has gone, yeah. your team disappears. Yeah. Oh yeah. That might. might... <laughs> the yeah. team was
0: retired fairly soon after he died.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of lose. The... I don't know what I'm going to do when my ogre team finally loses his my, their agility for ogre. I don't think they're going to be able to carry on anymore. Just for a respect, you know. What? I, have an agility... Agility... I have an yeah, agility four did. ogre. Yeah, but he's agility four. It doesn't yeah, matter that he's sure he shared, Alex, hasn't scored a touchdown that's,
1: yet. That's going to be a bad day when he dies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you think agility four ogres would be quite good? But it turns out they're, they're not. really not. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, yeah. I mean, the fact is, if you think about it, he's just like, I mean, agility four is only so useful if you can really couple it with movement or unless you're going to pass it. And he's an ogre, so he's not really going to pass and he can't move very far. So I'm like, I made this amazing dodge and I'm still in your tackle zone because I haven't got anywhere. <laughs> so, or you go, right, all I need to do is make this dodge and I've held the bonehead. So that's my reroll gone. <laughs> oh, dear. But he's funny, if nothing else. Okay, so people who are listening at home, if you want to join a league that, by the sounds of it, is fairly, um, well, it's very established and tends to, it sounds like it's run pretty well. I mean, having weekly turns gives you a fix and if you, if you, you know, cut out stragglers or whatever, it's going to keep its momentum. Go to orca-cola.com. Exactly.
3: Mm.
0: Go there, very go good. for the help pages, go on the sign-up pages, go say, hey, how do I join? I heard this league is really great or whatever. And go on there and join the league Please. and have fun. With yeah. all due respect, I've literally just typed that in and nothing's come up. <laughs> did you type oh, hyphen oh, or did you oh. put a hyphen in there?
2: No, I type uh, no, I, I put hyphen. It says currently updating. Hi there. We're currently in the process of updating the site. Really? Huh. Oh, yeah. Huh. So it does. So don't go there just yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh Oh, no, yeah,
3: no. Can just click, visit our forum. The, oh, yeah, so there's a forum again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. fine. Okay. That's, that's like our front page kind of got broken and we haven't
0: fixed it yet. So, so go to orca-coder.com and then click yeah. on the forum button. <laughs> don't give up. Don't go on it and go, clearly this is not here, and just do something else. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. <laughs>
3: don't be me. Yeah, yeah, don't do what don't Merrick know. did.
4: You can just give me a shout if, if you know who I am and, and I'll help you out as best I can. Cause... Yep you know 12th man's one friend probably knows me
0: i am i know i know him well i've seen him
3: we, we have a twice. discord as well that you can join up on and ask questions so uh, yeah that's that's linked in the help section so
0: fantastic and what I'll do i always say this but i always forget i will try and put some links in the description for the episode i remembered once i put it in for someone else's league but i have forgotten for other people's so i'll, I'll right, put one cool. in there it's yeah. going to start looking like favoritism no, um, <laughs> in that case, your league is shit and Rebels is much better. Oh, there no. you go. Is that better? <laughs> I don't mean it, Rebel. MML's the best league.
2: You have no diplomacy.
0: <laughs> no, I do. No, my league is the best league. There we go. Favoritism all around. Everyone's is shit okay. except mine.
1: Alex, I can assure you your league is not the best league. <laughs> Oh, Matt. Just enough. because
2: you are doing terribly that. doesn't mean it's a shit league.
1: Hey, you shut your mouth. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: okay then, fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us. Are you? Yeah, no staying problem. Staying around? or Are you going to zoom uh, out? I'm
3: going. I'm going to skip out now. Thank you very much for uh, for having me. Uh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome Bye. anytime. Cool. Oh, um, you uh, see you later. Yeah.
0: Cheers R.K. Ta ta. He says R.K. I keep thinking of Kelly <laughs> I know that's not who it is, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, so Fantastic, shall we talk NAFC? Yes we can Because we still have a Hawker, hello Hawker How are you? I'm good, apparently you have something to do with the NAFC I mean, you you do what? You serve the drinks What is it you do there?
4: Well, I, I try to do as little as possible
0: <laughs> That's a good answer <laughs> um, Somehow so... I, I ended up with being in charge of running the whole thing <laughs> That kind of happened to me as well. One day I was just on fumble, and now suddenly I run the NAF fumble tournaments. And I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> but so um, how long have you been running it for? Did you do it last year as well? Well, yes and no. Last year, um, Joe stepped down for um,
4: his own reasons. J- Manji this is. And mm-hmm. obviously they needed someone to step up. Uh, a gentleman called Brendan um, Pippi, or Pipey, as he's changed his name for, but I'll never get used to that. He um, said, you know, he was involved in the planning and running for that year with Joe. And um, I spoke to Mike Sam, and said, you know, if you're interested, I'm um, willing to step up and help out.' Because I took over the role of UK tournament organiser from Joe. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sort of, we, we took it from there. And so I, I bought in my own team. I got Dave Ridley, Dave the Piranha, uh-huh. um, to help us out with Pippi. And we set up our team and we picked up from where it was left off from around Christmas sort of time and finished what was essentially started. So whilst I was the the front of that particular year, I had very little to do with the planning side of things, Um, largely speaking, because it had already been done.
5: Hmm.
4: Um, Which is always handy. Pardon?
0: Which is always handy.
4: It is. It is. It was because there is a hell of a lot that needs to be done that I was unaware of. As you know, I run the Welsh Open, which is about 50 people. But that's very small in comparison, not just for the size of, of the actual day, the planning and the execution, everything it is so yeah. much. And when you've got an event as high profile as and have championships, for me, you've got to get it right and you've got to get it right first time.
0: So how many people, how many tickets have been sold as of now? Um, off the top of my head,
4: about
1: two hundred and four. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, it's it's, it's two hundred plus now, isn't it? I think, yeah. It, that's a lot of tickets.
4: That's so many. Last year was one hundred and fifty-four, I believe, one hundred and fifty-three or something like that.
1: Wow, that that is a hell of a growth uh, on last year, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's
4: a thirty-three percent increase and that's massive before that i think it was 2011 the biggest NAF championship was as registered players actually playing, 189 it's nuts yeah um, huh. i do get emails and, and contacts daily as to if there's more tickets and also some people that can't come so it will change the numbers may drop below 200 on the actual day
0: i might turn up outside and try and flog tickets for 10 times their price like a Like you get those people outside like gigs and stuff scalper alex scalping
4: yeah i mean i i I think last year we had somebody actually turn up on the day and pay on the day so it does happen which is a pain in the ass for me but yeah yeah (laughs) so
0: don't if you're listening at home don't try that i mean if you're desperate but that probably isn't guaranteed to work so don't necessarily just turn up and hope to get in you'll get in (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. do turn up you can just turn up who you want it's fine turn up on the day don't worry about it you,
2: you can get in it's just Andy won't like you
4: very much oh well there I then <laughs> I in the asked to administer that's all um, yeah it's well,
0: I'm, it it a nightmare crazy.
4: to organise it's crazy it really is
0: yeah well I mean the biggest tournament I've been to I think is actually Sorbel the one I just one I just went to I've not actually been to a NAF Champion or the World Cup yet I haven't managed to get myself to a big one and that's got 60 people so I mean it must be absolutely mental having that many people. The atmosphere must be incredible. The the atmosphere between the two is I mean, Sorball's great, it's a one day
4: event. Um, you know, the Welsh Open being fifty people is also great. Of course I run mm. it, but it's great. Yeah, but it the, is great. Uh, the atmosphere or the community spirit that likes the math championships has uh all the World Cups have. Euro Bowl for me, if you mentioned that, I've been to a couple of those. Again, it's a very different niche because it's not it is it's a very competitive niche and it has got the community spirit, but not like the World Cup has and not like the LAF Championship mm.
0: has. I'm so gutted I'm missing it this year. I'm so so gutted. Yeah, Ditto, ditto, yeah. Yeah. But it makes you
2: feel
0: any better. I was um I was meant to be refing and I was just gonna follow Merrick around and keep calling all his games. That's all I was gonna do. Legal procedure, Merrick. You were
4: going to be doing our media as well. Now I
0: have to find a new one. Sorry, I was going to be taking photos and all sorts. Live streaming. It was going to be awesome. But if it makes you feel better, I mean, I'm currently, I'm sitting on the floor with my laptop on a box next to a new fridge, freezer and a washing machine. Because I I am literally moving house on the day of the NAF championship. I'm surrounded by stuff at the moment. I know I'm so good but you really could well. kill two birds with one stone and just move to Nottingham at the last minute <laughs> you know what and I lost, the last that.
1: minute change yeah we actually
0: <laughs> looked into that because we could almost afford somewhere up up, up in the wilds of Nottingham but then we thought it, mm, Nottingham so we changed our mind it, it, is, it is cheap up there so how, how, are you gonna, how are you going to run the Bristol
4: League from Nottingham well, um, I know how this is gonna happen, see. Not only do we come over oh. to Bristol, us Welsh lot and take all your trophies, we've got oh. the organizer and he's gonna run ours
2: instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, well there is that, So, Let's be yeah. honest. You, you can have him. Oh, charming. <laughs> that is the thing. That is a question I have yet to answer in my head, because I'm obviously I'll be still be working in Bristol, so I can still get involved in the Bristol League, but it'll I'm also like it'll be a lot easier to just do all the blood bowl in Newport instead. So, like, Im- ima- imagine if like Loki went over
2: and hosted the Welsh Open. That'd be what it would be like if you were doing bub- uh, Gerbald. Well, I <laughs> <It wouldn't> be- <laughs> yeah. think right would Alex, Alex, just just run the league
0: from Newport.
1: It'll
0: be fine. Well, what I thought about doing, which should be could be a bit of fun. I mean, this is a bit nuts, but it could be fun. Is I could just make two divisions: a Welsh division and a and a Brit- an English division, and then the playoffs will just mix the two. There you go. Easy that. peasy. That's a great idea. Yeah. So two entirely separate leagues, and the playoffs are just mixed.
1: That that's that's great
0: as long as I can choose which one I'm in. <laughs> You're border <laughs> hopper. But we'll get on to that another time. So <laughs> NAFC, um it's held in Warhammer World? No.
4: Oh, it's held sorry. it used to be held in Warhammer World. Um, All right, then. To go back a little bit of time, it was the Blood Bowl um major and then when Games Workshop stepped away and handed it over to the NAF, it became the NAF Championships and it was held in Games Workshop for two years. Then we moved it to the uh, conference centre in Nottingham, where they've got hotels on site. They they provide everything for our need, uh, and it truly is phenomenal for what we need. Um, and it's been there since. I believe that was 2011 was the first NAF Championships, so it would have been 2013 possibly
0: at the conference centre. Excellent. Oh, right, right, that's sounds about right because that's, yeah. that's the first one that I looked at going to, and it and that rings a bell. So. Have um have Games Workshop uh, been in contact with you regarding recent the recent NAF championships? Have they tried to kind of get involved in any way? Or are they still letting um, it be very much a NAF thing?
4: I don't get involved in that side of um the NAF if you like. Mm. That's something that Sam can answer. Mike, um I know we've got people within the NAF that are still in touch and have good communications with Games Workshop. I believe Gegster's one of them, Paul Geg. Yeah. Um, I believe Mike's in contact with them and such like. But me personally, I run and sort out the UK as such as for tournaments and sort out the NAV championships. And largely speaking, the team I've got involved, the team of uh, RTOs look after themselves. So I have very little to do, which is my kind of job, really.
0: Yeah. Okay. So um, excellent. So t- looking at two hundred and four coaches, it's what six games? Six games. Yeah. So what if i imagine you with that many coaches you are going to get a bunch of coaches who are on six wins presumably
4: um i believe last year there was only the one coach with five wins going into the last game because there was oh. four wins and draws obviously happening yeah. um, and one of those because i remember having a discussion with simon fisher about you know you need five wins to go into the finals and he was saying you can do it with four and one. I said it'd be surprising, but cut a long story short, one of them actually got into.
0: I believe they was the one that actually won the tournament. <laughs>
4: well,
1: fair oh, enough. that's that's fairly impressive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I always found I don't know if this is the case, but in every, in all the tournaments where I've done all right and I've kind of got up in the top tables sort of area, what tends to happen is you win your first couple of games or something, and then once you get to the top tables against the stiffer competition, that's when you start to draw because suddenly you're playing people who with much better teams or maybe more experienced coaches. So you'll do well at the beginning when you're playing some random who's got a jokey team and then you'll be matched against tougher opponents with tougher teams and then that's when the draws will happen. Do you know what I mean?
4: Yeah. For the NAF Championships, I think it was Paul Gabe once said, if I recall correctly, um, and he'll probably, if he listens, tell me I'm wrong if I got it wrong. <laughs> um, he said, that the NAF Championships, largely speaking, you need luck on your side. The draw is everything. Um, if you don't have a good first aid, you know, you could count yourself out because you need to be having three wins on day one and largely speaking, picking up the next two as wins or possibly a win and a draw, yeah, get a chance because without that, you're not going anywhere. With 200 other people there, you know, it's,
0: it's a tough call. Yeah, you, you slip up in one game and that's probably it with that number of players, isn't it?
5: Yeah.
0: I suppose because you have got some very stiff competition, some very tough coaches. I'm mean, stop saying stiff competition because I keep thinking I'm going to laugh. Some very tough competition. There we go. How very pure. You Alex. Could, thank you very much. We do. We are a highbrow podcast, after all. So you could turn up. You could turn up, and you could th- think, um, "This is going to be great. I'm going to have a great game." And then, yeah, you're you're matched against Joe Manji or something, and you just go, "Oh bugger!" Or you can be matched <laughs> against. you know what I mean? Like the best coaches in the country. You turn up for just this particular event. That's this is the event they want to win. So you are going to get the, <laughs> the hardest competition you're probably going to get in the entire UK. And if you if you just, if you you just come across someone like that, you're just going to get pounded. But then if you come across someone who's turning up with the halflings or um, ogres just for a laugh or whatever, then you can end up getting catapulted into the top of the tables, I guess. With that many coaches, anything could happen. Well, I'm yeah, looking I mean, forward to helping people.
4: You're <laughs> not looking at that. You've got people travelling. Last year, I know we had guys from um, the United States. you obviously Blimey. get Spanish, you're French and you're Italians coming across, you're Danish, a lot of those... And you're talking international coaches there. So it's not just UK coaches you're talking
1: about. It's a pretty massive pool of players, isn't it? Yeah. Gosh,
0: I wish I was going so hard. Is there there a bar there? Is there a pub? Can you get drunk? Yeah. Even better. Never mind. Next year, Alex, next, next year. year, we'll next, year. Be. next year. Well next year I'll probably be I can't get drunk if I'm, if I'm doing next year I'll do media stuff. Um you if if get you have drunk
5: me. Media stuff. I was
0: gonna say I can't can I? <laughs> live stream would be more entertaining if I'm <laughs> <I> suppose. Yeah <laughs> I'm staggering over doing the live streaming. And over here. <laughs> no. Okay. Um so anything else to say on the NEFC? Um I don't can, I, I mean I'm, assuming well, I'm you're not competing, Hawker. Are you competing? I am, yes. You are competing. Um, Ooh. yeah. The, the I've got a team of
4: referees in uh, the Piranha Wall. Head ref. I've got Jim Jiminy, who went six and zero with what else one year and won the thing. Um, <laughs> so who knows?
0: Bloody hell! Who knows what he's doing then?
4: Apparently so. Uh, <laughs> I've got a gentleman coming from the Isle of Wight to be one of our refs as well. Represent.
0: So, so I'm, I'm from, I'm born and raised on the Isle of Wight, so I have to shout whenever I hear it. It's yeah. an in-birth thing. It is. <laughs> oh! says, <laughs> what?
4: So we've got three non-playing refs. I also am very high up on utilising the UK NAF staff to be my non-my uh, playing refs. <clears throat> so the idea behind that, my thinking behind that is. They have worked hard throughout the year. They should be involved in by getting more work. So that might not pay off. But they should be involved in the biggest event of the year. Plus, the UK people get to know who these individuals are by face. Mm. Um, so that's my thinking behind it. And it's, you know, so we've got a good team in there. Plus, obviously, the, 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 the quality of the coaches, they do police it and run it themselves.
0: Yeah. If you're sitting two steps down from like, like or so ever, and you've got a rules query, you could, you could probably just go, hey, uh, how does this yeah. work again? And i will probably better give you an answer.
4: And it's it's also fair, I mean, Lycos has been playing a this,
0: I think, forever. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah. don't quote me, but since time began. Yeah,
4: I mean, <laughs> last year, I think it was, he just leaned over and he asked me a question on stuff. So they're not infallible, but they also know their limitations, you know, and it's everybody's there to help each other and run, run a smooth tournament. It's yeah. just the three guys. Are impartial. If one of them needs to step in because we've got an odd number, we can. We've covered that. If if it's a case of a call needs to be made, it can be made. You know, and and you've got the right selection of
0: people to do it.
4: Plus, well, obviously, injury on score, which is a nightmare.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've um you've TO'd a couple tournaments in your day, in Hawker. Here's yep. just a quick question about yourself. Let's get to know you a bit more. Have you ever made any What's what's your most significant call you think you've ever made in a game? One that really um, changed the tournament. To change the tournament, like if there was like a top table game or something, and there was some query yeah, that came up.
4: The top tables tend to look after themselves. I know last year there was <clears throat> a gentleman playing. I don't know where from. From I think he was from Italy. He was playing another guy, and they've been put onto a clock. And whilst I was playing in it, I was still non-playing ref, but also still. Sorry, a playing ref, but also still the tournament organiser. And everybody knew the rules. And his clock time had reached zero, so he couldn't take any more actions. He continued to roll dice, which led to a, a touchdown being scored. Mm. And I ruled that as a no score because the time had run out. Both sides had to adhere to the same set of rules. Exactly. Those are the rules. Everybody knew them before we start. Um, he wasn't happy about the rule. I did feel a bit of a dick having to make that rule, that call. But, at the end of the day i'm not prepared for my team to have to make a call if i 'm not prepared to do it myself either
0: exactly, and it's you can say you felt like you might have been a bit of a dick, but I think anybody if you put it in front of anybody on a bit of paper said, "What would you do in the situation?" Anybody would go, "Look, this is how the way it has to be. you can't just bend the rules for no reason you, you've got to adhere to them if you 've got two hundred people there you 've got to be strict on this, and you can't yeah, just when when you feel like well i don't want to be seen as a bit of a when the mood takes you you know it was the difference
4: between this this guy who who made the play winning the game and getting a draw so how'd you allow it the other guy would have lost
0: Mm. and then he would have how would he have felt well he would have gone well hold on i've been finishing all my turns in one minute so why does he get to play one minute and 20 yeah yeah i
4: had to make another call Before it was actually at Gurt Bowl, Um, Liam was running it, and um, as the UK staff there, it was a game between a young lad and I believe Simon Fisher. And the young lad had made a pass which would have drawn the game. And Simon then queried it. It says, hang on a sec, this isn't quite right. yada, yada, yada. Ed rolled the the six to make the pass, although it was it was a long bomb, although a five would have been enough with Dark Elves.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, he'd made the catch, would have led to a score to get the draw at full-time Happy Days. And Simon questioned it saying, hang on a sec, no, this is wrong. Ask advice and... The guy had actually passed 14 squares. As you know, 13 is the maximum allowed. And I said, mm. you can't make that passes out of range. Mm. Um, the, the young lad got a little bit upset about it. And I said, hang on a minute. It's not finished. You can pass to this square. You've made the pass roll. If the bounce is correct, it will bounce into his hands. You can then catch. You will then get the draw. As it happens, Sod's Law says it doesn't bounce the right direction. He end up yeah. losing the game for it. So you see a youngster going from elation and happiness so now not so happy. I think there was a tear shed, which makes you feel even worse. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it was one of the Caterham bunch and his, his tutor turned around and said, he needs to learn to deal with this. He needs to know how to deal with loss as well as winning. And that's a valued part of it. And
0: not a nice call to make, but calls have to be made. Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's not easy. But no. you've got to do it. Because... Otherwise, you'll get people trying to push their luck a bit. I mean, not saying everybody would do this, but you get people who knowing, hey, the referees are a bit soft here. I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to do that. I'm going to move this guy an extra square. I'm going to do this. And before you know it, it just becomes a joke, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, they'll be sneaking 12 players onto
0: the pitch, all sorts. Look, <laughs> you, one time. Well, tw- one or two times. Like, how many times? Occasionally, it happens. All right? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs>
4: I remember one era I was playing a young coach, and I think it was one of his first seasons, I don't know if you've heard of him, I think his name was Merrick, uh,
5: <laughs>
4: and it was a lovely Gertrude, and he he made the mistake of, I think it was game three, turned up, and I got my widows lined up, and he knows where I'm going with this, and he turns up with his skaven and says, I've taken no casualties yet, this is great, and then... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh dear. I think it was seven nil later and eight casualties.
2: Oh what you've done what you've done in that game is you've taken a bright-eyed young lad, only 19 or so, 20, first ever tournament, and you've bent him over the table and destroyed him. <laughs> <laughs> but we learned that day as you said you're going to talk
4: scaven later that you need to have four gutter runners and not two did i Perfect. was that
2: was was i still only running two back then
4: yeah you didn't have four in the team you only had two I, and you deserve um, as anything that came in
2: in episode 1 i only i only used to have two models because that's what the team that i bought came with <laughs> and uh,
0: this poor oh, kid, just... his first ever tournament, he couldn't even afford four gutter runners. <laughs> he scrapes together just hey. enough money that he saves over the years to buy himself a team. And he sits at his table, finally able to realise his dream of playing well, in the big I tournament. on a second. And Hawker sits a there. a
2: second. What's up? Game three, I'm playing a coach of Hawker's capacity in my first ever tournament. I was doing fine. He's, He's doing, fine doing all right at that game point, game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Fair won happened. a game and then i promptly won another game 5-1 on, on day two. So I was doing all right.
0: I'm on your side here, Merrick. <laughs> Fine. Fuck it <laughs> It may not it sound like it, but it is. It
2: may <laughs> not sound like it, no. All right. Yeah. That's the is only that, tournament <laughs> I've taken two gutter runners to. It was a learning experience. I then promptly, in my next tournament, one year later, took an orc thrower throw a strip ball. So okay well why uh, not
0: I mean <laughs> I guess okay. he knocks the ball loose and then can pick it up I that, was my, that was
2: my idea then I realized that he's slow as shit and
0: can't dodge yeah. your blitz there's <laughs> a reason why you don't take strip ball and movement five pieces I he's still you, very new you go oh it's a strip ball I'll just move six squares away from now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um that that first um that first time we played Andy was was a learning
0: experience to say the least that I was there for you <laughs> See, I've not played hockey yet I'm quite worried now I'm concerned I, don't, I, 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 I don't
2: know how many times we've played It's a few And you've mm. won every single one So I think it's probably three
4: I know we sat down last Gert Bowl to play And then the draw got
2: changed And you was very
0: happy about it
2: I was pretty happy about that Because I was using Halflings against your Wood Elves It probably would have been 7-0 again
0: who was running Gert that day? What an arsehole. <laughs> Who gets the jaw changed on the first the like, first game? What an idiot. Whoever that was.
2: <coughs> well, you know. Well, you know. Yeah, but let's be honest. This that is what was... happens when you put... This is what happens when you put amateurs in charge of tournaments. To... Right, <laughs> now. <laughs> even, even with
4: that statement, I mean, you look at... Um, on a more serious note, like Gert ball things happen. People don't turn up. And
5: I can hmm. promise
4: you now, going back to the NAF Championship, you've got... 200 plus coaches that are registered. How many actually turn up to different things? Are there extras turned up? Is the score file up to date and correct? Because I've got another guy that actually populates all the score file because it can't be done on the day. Off the list that I've got, I'm trying to go off what people are paying me and emails that are coming in and Mm. PayPal's been a pain in the ass in this journey. The administration behind it is an absolute nightmare. Yes, And I've had people volunteer to help out, but only i've got access to the paypal for obvious reasons when i say that it's three of us myself paul gegg and somebody else because it's the nas funds we're with. the mm. NAF email i can't have everybody looking at that and it's just it all falls down to a, a select few to to organize and run and then on the day such and mm. such doesn't turn up they decide on day two they've had a bad day one they don't want to come and you know, draws and redraws have to be done. I'm just hoping, fingers crossed, NAF championship it won't have to happen, but i put money on it. And it will.
1: Yes, yeah, it's it's, the, it's the sort of thing where it, yeah, it, it does happen,
0: doesn't it? So. And the more people you have, more likely something like that's going to happen. You know, just law of averages or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think the
1: uh, I think the second second Girt bowl, I uh, I was too ill to make the second day, and I was like, yeah, I know this is going to fuck things up, but I'm not well enough to make it for the
0: second day so
1: yeah, it happens so yeah it, it fucks up so
0: well that girl ball that i was running i was i was playing on day one and not playing on day two which is the weirdest way of doing things yeah yes, we had a chap yeah. who couldn't make the first day but had paid and wanted to come the second day so we were like oh okay so i can't had... remember
4: who actually won that tournament
0: uh oh some bellend i don't remember but anyway, some welsh guy i think no it doesn't matter it's not really worth remembering is it let's just move on from it okay let's just move on and talk about something else Look, we do we do we go to exeter and steal all their trophies and you come to bristol and steal all ours so by that exeter then should go up to you and steal all your trophies wait a minute alex
1: what, what are we going to do when we're in wales then uh are,
0: are, we, are, we, are we
1: are we both going to have to come back to bristol and like win girt bowl
2: well, Alex can't, because he's running it. <laughs> oh, what true. if I was playing and, and I, I actually did that? <laughs> I mean in the nicest way possible, Matt, but the day that you w- win Girtball is... Uh... Oh, <laughs> fuck you, my
0: cruelty. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you, you know I mean that in jest a tournament isn't a tournament a bristol tournament if there isn't matt somewhere swearing very loudly into the corner of the room if you did really well and placed high i'd be like well that was that wasn't that wasn't proper that wasn't a real tournament i need to have matt getting diced somewhere not yeah a well that's
1: that's fair that's fair <laughs> yeah
0: okay fair enough okay so um uh you're you're the only one going to the nafc merrick from us, apart from a hugger, obviously. Well, I was about to say, I'm not the only one going. There's 200 other people.
2: <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs>
1: <merit>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just me. I'm going to win the thing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm the only podcaster going. Yes. and
1: you are. you are you taking your uh, much respected halflings? I wouldn't say respected. <laughs> well, you. I mean, let's let's be fair. You you have a pretty good rating. You have a pretty good reputation with them. So well, you're
2: 50, 50 yeah. 50% win ratio. I'll take it. So uh, you're going for the Stuntley Cup, yeah? If I win the Stumpty Cup at the NAF Championship, I'm retiring the halflings. Because mm. <laughs> I can't top that. If I win, it's not going to happen. It's just not. I'm going to try my do. best.
5: I
4: believe there's a thread on TFF about halflings at the NAF. And then maybe pushing some 20 halfling coaches. Yeah, bring that's the fling. Yeah.
2: essentially what we're looking at. it's Because um, this this happened a couple of years ago, didn't it? There was a big push to bring halflings to the Nath Championship. Bring the fling! Um, yeah, uh, and now it's happening again. Uh, I think there's a couple of coaches taking halflings who are pretty damn good with them. Um, and yeah, of course I'm you, not going, you, so
0: you don't have to worry about that.
2: Hold well on, Alex. Okay. <laughs> but what America. you've also got to take into account that it's
0: not just the halfling coaches, you've got to think of the goblins and the ogres as well. Ogres will never win in a stunning cup. Not 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 in a tournament as big as that. Ah. you never know. Ogres oh, won, won the, the stunty cup at the out before. Have they? Yeah.
2: Um the uh do you remember the Avenger Ogres? Yes. I think they've
0: won it. Oh fair enough then. I stand corrected. The-
2: We've also got to look, the NAF championship
4: for a stunty team is more down to luck, I would have said, than a lot
0: of It's
2: things. it's gonna involve luck of the draw. I think there's gonna be definitely a few stunty versus stunty matches. The winners of those are gonna be up there. Definitely. Mm. Um also um like for example, halfling teams who get drawn against I mean something that's good for them, like for example Kenry, Chaos um Chaos. Um Stuff like that. Stuff like that, basically. There's going to be a lot of luck at a draw, as well as skill. Um, it's going to be very interesting, to say the least. You are going to get yeah.
0: a lot of Tier 1 teams, zone in, in something like the NFC, because there is that, that strong competition. There's going to be a lot of Wood Elves, yeah. Dark Elves, Dwarves, that sort of thing. And, so it's and going to be Tier tough. 1 players as well. Oh, yeah, it's going to be tough. But could you imagine mm-hmm. turning up and beating someone who's amazing with a Tier 1 team with your Halfling team? It's got to happen occasionally. Lucky and draw
4: Podfrey and his Dwarves with Game 1.
0: Your or or <laughs> Rubik <laughs> and his Dwarf games
2: won. Or J-Bone <laughs> and his Dwarfs game won. Or any Dwarf team game
4: won.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no meant to Rubik and J-Bone. And the They're rest? not on Podfree's level of Dwarfs, I realise. But I, I'll be honest with you, I don't want to play any Dwarf team.
0: <laughs> just ever. Ever. Well, maybe not ever. It's I haven't have
3: beat j dwarfs dwarfs. Have
0: before. Whoa. I just Googled Podfree's. I'll search for his thing on, on the NAF membership thing. He's got quite a high Dwarf rating, hasn't he? Really? I think he's number one in the world for it. A 265.77 rating. That's yeah, and that's, high. Not even his, that's not even his highest rated team. And, no, he's got Amazons <laughs> higher than that. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is gross. Oh, this is sick. It looks to me
2: like Poffrey's done the 24 and has all of them above 150.
0: He hasn't got oh, Ogres oh, above 150?
2: Oh, no, no, ogres and Goblins. Okay, fair enough. Hey, hey, don't... Do you know who has got Ogres above 150? Oh shut up, Alex! One hundred and fifty point zero
0: seven. That counts. Oh, well,
5: yeah.
0: My my main goal so... here. Sorry, come on. No, well, sorry. You were you saying Hawker? Yeah, I've sorry. was above one hundred and fifty. I think now
2: one hundred and
4: sixty-seven.
2: <laughs> what? That's pretty good. Yep. Um, that's crazy. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, mine mine were one hundred and sixty something. Um, then I did poorly at Bubba Bowl, but because this is a major, it's um, double points both ways, isn't it? Yep. So we'll see what happens. Your halflings are one six three, mate. Bloody hell! That's
0: crazy. That's crazy. I think my,
2: I think at their highest moment one six four. Don't hold me to that though. Maybe one six two.
0: I've done one game with halflings, precisely one, and I have won one game. Therefore, I have a positive rating. Therefore, I shall never play them again. Retire. <laughs> no, I have to play them actually because they're the only standing team I've not won a standing cup with now.
2: Yeah, you, you have to take halflings to a NAF tournament and then I'm going to also take halfings to that NAF tournament. And we're gonna oh, make yeah. it a six and we're gonna make it a six game tournament actually show over two days
0: we had a game of halflings versus halflings the other day and we all know how that went you don't have to prove yourself mighty
2: blow halfling that cleared my team off the pitch (laughs) 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 that is
0: not allowed in halfling games what a gentleman what a good halfling he is (laughs) it's just that halfling team has got some disgusting players i have several agility four ones i have lots of block and i block my blow one so it's not really a halfling team in many respects it's just a small human (laughs) team I think we need to drug test your halfling team. <laughs> anyway, okay. we're, so, we're, straight,
2: we're straight off topic here.
0: Shall we then? Shall we move on to the the requested team roster dissection that's been asked for us what to do? Yeah. Unless All right, escape to the else? good. Yeah, escaping so the next, good, uh, next episode? Yeah, see you later. Then. <laughs> so those of you following this schedule will notice... That Skaven were not actually supposed to be talked about this week. They weren't meant to be talked about until the very last week. Except, I um, when Except I mean, we're, we're not getting... sure
2: we're still going to be doing the podcast by
0: then. <laughs> yeah, I'll be dead by then. <laughs> no, when we talked to. Uh, I was talking to Hawker on Facebook and um, we were discussing just what we do and everything. And we said, I said, oh yeah, we do a team blood section. What team do you want to talk about? And he went, Wood Elves. And I said, I've already done that. And you were like, oh okay, Undead. Mm, done that already. Norse. Yeah, we've done that. And I've said, um, which of these three teams do you like the best? And you went, uh, I guess Skaven, maybe. So we're talking about Skaven. <laughs> Excellent. That's pretty much Default. it. <laughs> Default, love it. So Skaven, Skaven, who doesn't love Skaven? Lots of people. Me. Me. <laughs> they are very, very quick. That's pretty much what Skaven do. They also have a lot going for them. I mean, the fact that they've got Movement 7 at least across the board, except their big guy. Uh, mutation access on doubles across the board, including the big guy, the fact they've got a big guy, the fact they've got movement nine pieces that start with AG4 and dodge, the fact they've got blitzes with mutation access, this is getting crazy. They've got a lot going for them. But what's bad about them? Armor seven. Except there isn't even, that isn't even that much of a problem. Because you've got lots of guys with dodge, guys with block who are armor eight, you've got a big guy, you're not even gonna get hit that often. Bloody Skaven. I mean, feel free to chip in anytime any time. Anyone here? I feel like I'm—I don't know much about Skaven. I, think,
2: I had some—I had some sudden background noise going, so I had to mute the microphone. I apologize oh, okay. for that. Um, Skaven are pretty great. I mean, that's really all i have going to be—that's all I've said so far, and all I really have to. Say. Um, it's all about the gutter runner, isn't it? Really? Yes, yes it is.
1: Basically, yeah. There's yeah—you you have your four gutter runners, and then a load of other guys to make
0: up numbers. <laughs> yeah, meat. <laughs> so much meat. <laughs> well, if you, you want to. Lot-
4: on the format if you're playing tournament format or if you're playing so if you're playing tournament format there's no denying a tier one team but they're not top level tier one teams i think largely because yes you've got the gutter runner um very comparable if you like to the wood elf catcher will win games however they have to be used very differently and that they are focus for everything. You got your blitzers that bring in the strength game to it, beat your guard or your mighty blow, which you your wood elf teams won't have. So you could think, well maybe they could control the bash game, but they can't reposition and remaneuver like an elf team can. So they have that going against them. The yeah. alignment armor seven, same as a lot of elf teams. Uh, and your Nort, of course, your Nort come with blocks. They've got an element of protections. Your Elves can reposition, your mm. linemen can't.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the fact, obviously, agility free means they're going to get hit more than yeah. the one are. Uh, mm. Skaven in leagues will die very, very quickly.
0: Yeah. The,
2: the key is keeping them alive as long as possible. Which is yeah, tough been... w-
0: when you've got so much armor seven. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, mean, I mean, you can get away with having a team with, you know, some miss next games with free, free loan alignment on, on the front line. But any more than that, you're really going to struggle.
4: Yeah, I think, I think with, you, you know, your, your league game, your base is going to be building up your gutter runners and your blitzers and possibly a rat over if you choose to take them. I know a lot of high-level um, TV teams don't bother with them. Low-level, he's definitely got a place, in my view, because he had something that the rest of the team doesn't have a bit of punch. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah,
5: definitely.
4: Mm. I, I
2: think the Rat Ogre's pretty key to um, some, I mean, some scapement players. He's not essential, but he's key to some uh, styles that some people want to uh, mould around the blitzers with the gold. And I,
1: yeah, and I think I think worst case scenario with the Rat Ogre is um, even if he fucks up his wild animal, uh, he's still got the prehensile tail to potentially pin down the player.
0: Absolutely. And... Because he's got mutation access on doubles, which something which not many big guys do, it means that if you do get a skill on him, let's say you did roll the double, while well, you could take something like block, and I'm sure everyone will say take block, you've also got the ability to give him claw, which means if you're playing against things like dwarves or orcs, you can really, really quite do some somewhat severe damage, which is very unusual. You're not something, not, something you wouldn't be used to playing a, a relatively squishy team like Skaven. You'd sit opposite Skaven no, and you wouldn't expect to get beaten up like that. I would save. If- Claw is viable
2: on the Rat ogre, but I would probably still save it for the blitzers.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
2: purely because if you do roll a double on the Rat ogre, he kind of needs block because of frenzy and loner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Definitely.
0: But okay. Just sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I know
2: I know it's a relatively boring skill, but when you've got frenzy, loner, and no block, you kinda of need block.
0: It's boring but practical, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's it's just. A, I mean, there's definitely things he can do. Interesting. For example, if you were to give him break tackle, which is a very good skill for him, combine that with two heads, mm, he can dodge well, into cages.
0: But then, if you give giving him a break tackle, you might want to give him just dodge instead, because then you can tell you what. Let's let's look at each individual player. As, as we'll do it in the normal way. We'll go down the list because we don't <laughs> want to go. We don't want to get all over the place. We've got a guest. We want to show that we're professional here. We
1: don't want to be leaping all around. So I then. think Andy knows better than that.
0: But okay. <laughs> So let's start then with the humble linemen. You'll be seeing a lot of these on Skaven teams um, because, well, like any other team, you need someone to stand on the line and take the hits. And you'll problem... be seeing a lot of them in the dead and injured zone. Exactly. Uh, that's, yeah. the, that's the problem. I mean, the lineman's job is to get in the way and get hit. The problem with the Skaven linemen is they've got armour 7, which means they are going to get hit a lot. And as Andy was saying earlier, without agility 4 or block or any kind of defensive skill, that's it. All they can do is stand there, get hit and get taken out. And it will happen, mm. and it will be, it will suck.
5: I but... think a lot.
4: of cloak coaches sometimes forget is when the lineman goes down, you don't have to stand him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gets him killed. You don't have to get hit. You don't have to follow up when you put somebody down or or whatever. They are there largely as screening pieces as well. Yes, they're there as cannon fodder. Um, you get block on them, a double on them for two heads or something like that, you can get some quite nice pieces out of them. But yeah. in the long league, they're there to get in the way. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and in the long league, they're not going to stay around very long. No. I think as well with, exactly, with, yeah. the
2: new, with the new league system, obviously this is the first time we've had a um, roster breakdown since uh, Blood Bowl 2016, I think. No, actually, I've been away, haven't I? But with yeah, the new you've done one. system... Yes, this is true, but they're not going to get as many skills because the m- randomising of the MVP is now. You're going to probably stick it on the Rattos and the blitzers and the gut runners, mm. so yeah, they're, exactly. they're going to get less MVPs and they're going to skill up a lot slower. Mm.
4: Yeah, maybe I mean, you might look at the team and say, "Well, this guy's picked up a casualty from a block. I'll
0: sling him
4: in there because then i get got skill on
2: it." Yes, now. yeah, of course.
0: And you still it is necessary to get somebody with something like kick. Somebody's going to have kick, especially on a scaving team. You're going to bring yeah, in uh, kick. I
2: think to get a kick line rat fairly important mm. I think as well when it comes to skills I, I realise this might be one of the few situations where one of your favourite skills might come into play I think Fend Fend could work well on the Skaven line rats because it negates the fact that they don't have agility 4 and can't get away from their blocks
0: Yeah, like a Kenry like um, skeleton yeah. give them Fend so it, obviously yeah.
2: Fend away the block and then use movement 7 to get the hell out of dodge
4: I think with linemen, you're looking at block fend. Um, I yeah. wouldn't stick on them. In a league play, it'd probably end up on the thrower because you don't want to get hit. Plus, the linemen go on the line. You've only got limited numbers. By the time you've got your four gutter runners, your two blitzers, your rat over if possible, well, that's seven players.
2: You've got three on the line, which is. Uh, that's very true, true yeah. It's, it's, the, it's like the zombie issue with the undead, just too many yeah. positionals. Yeah.
4: Um, basically, yeah. yeah. For me, if it was tournament play, kick would be on a gutter runner. Um, because you never put them on the line, and they're protected mm. a little bit by dodge and being able to get out of the way, if not possibly the thrower. The league you line.
2: see, uh, I don't actually run the thrower in tournaments. So well, that's what we going to come on to next. Yeah. yeah. So well, that, that's, that's cool. where I would put it on the linemen still. And I think the... Fr- yeah, well, obviously, we'll come on to the escape in a skating team in a minute, but I don't think it's actually massively essential because of the amount of gutter runners in the g before you have, but... Mm. And again, as we've said, I don't win many games with Skaven, so maybe I'm talking <laughs> up my
0: ass. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about throwers for a minute here, because, yeah, they, they have a, a weird situation, Skaven. I don't think there's any other team that has this, where they have dedicated throwers who have lower agility than other pieces on the game. So you have the thrower who's got pass draw hands, which are excellent skills, which any thrower and any team could benefit from, yet they're agility three. And, of course, you've got the gut runners to agility four. So, quite, what quite a lot of people do is they just don't bother with throws and they'll use gut runners instead for ball retrieval, for passing, for all sorts of stuff. So, do you think, think the thrower is worth taking? I think,
4: yeah, yes. Um, you're a couple of scores is great for picking up. I mean, sure hands pickups better than the two plus pickup. Yeah, it absolutely. Yeah,
5: absolutely.
4: It depends on how you view your stats. I mean, once you roll the first dice, it's still a three plus. So you could argue both ways. Um, two scores in, he's picked up a skill. He then makes a nice little safety, because you're not going to get him thrown in, so he's picked up block, he can play an element of safety. Um, like I say, if you pick up kick and you want to put him on a play useful player to put it on, because the gut runners need other skills, your blitzers need other skills, your linemen are going to die.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
4: That. <laughs> um, that said, if you get the double, it's easy to pick up to get extra arms. Extra arms, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then two
1: two plus with a V Roll, well, brilliant, yeah.
4: Pick put big hand on him and all of a sudden in, in, in a congested zone it's a nice easy pick up or easier. Um you pick up the agility on him and all of a sudden you've got a little bit of a gem. So I think he's got a purpose. Um twenty mm. well, K more in a league, it's not too much blow. In tournament play Depend on the value of the tournament. Depends on whether you need him or not. Largely, he's a he's a leader caddy.
2: Leader caddy. That's exactly what yeah. I was about to say. He's yeah, cheap, basically, yeah. be a cheap re-roll and, of course, a way to get your hands into the team.
4: Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at one-turn touchdowns and such like, do you use a gut run or do you not? Have you got a re-roll? Have you not? In which case, the throw is the person to pick up to make the ball to move hmm. the ball to where it needs to be for one turn. Depend on what you've got available to you at the you know, the rest of the uh that, that particular drive.
0: Yeah. Mm. So yeah, for those at home who might who might not or who might have missed it, statistically you're better off using a three plus with a re-roll than a straight two plus. Sounds crazy, but it's true. You're more likely to fail a single two plus than a three plus with a re roll. So it's better off to if you're gonna do a workout one turn touchdown or something, the three plus pick up with a re roll and the three plus pass with a re roll if you have to do it is better than a two plus two plus if you've got no re rolls.
2: Yeah, because the way I used to do um, one turn touchdowns with scaven. Um, the very few times I did attempt it um, was to have the gut runner do the um, ball receiving of the um, of the kickoff, because then he's quick enough that I might not have had to make a power roll. I could have made a handoff roll, which um, reduces the amount of dice I'm rolling. Didn't always work, but um, that was just my theory. But I can I can see now, yeah, the, the thrower. Probably a better shout just because he's got built-in rerolls, And if you're going to be doing it on turn 8 and 16, you might just not have any rerolls left. In fact, you probably yeah. won't have any re left.
1: Yeah, it's quite probable you're going to need those built-in rerolls. Um, yeah, because you're not going to have any other option.
0: Mm. So you you reckon if you just roll a normal skill then, let's say he's in a league. So there's obviously things like block, which is always handy. Mm. Anything else you consider giving to him? Would you perhaps decide accurate could be a good idea? Yeah, I mean...
4: Now, speaking, do you want to be passing the ball? Passing the ball is not always a great thing um, because it's more dice rolls. In a league, you can compensate for that by putting skills on players. Um, but dice roll is an element of chance which it to go wrong. So it depends on how competitive you want to be. Um, so normal skills will be looking at block as protection. And so also you can hit things because it's a protective dice roll as such.
5: Mm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That makes sense. I think
2: the, the key thing with the thrower, rather than making him a thrower, is more to give him skills to keep him alive, Because yeah. you're going to need him in the late game.
1: Yeah, and the thing, and the thing is, if you've if you've given him block, given where he's likely to be most of the game, you know, he can be your your backfield sweeper potentially. Oh, and also,
2: um, before Alex pipes up, I know I just said the main goal would be to keep him alive. Do not give him plus armor over movement.
3: What you could do <laughs> if you roll
0: a ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a discussion for another day. We will be having that discussion one day. The whole plus armor thing again. Really yeah, it came up. I've got a plus armor halfling on that team now, Merrick. I'm After our game, I pick, pick plus armor over any movement for any play. I'm getting to thinking. Of I have got um, an arm. I took it on a uh, on a high off catcher, and I haven't looked back since because it has saved his ass so many times. But so now he's in eight three four eight, which is awesome, <coughs> and is a blodger. So he can just, he's, he's as tough as the blitzers. He just runs in and gets involved, which is awesome. But like I say, discussion for another day.
4: Hmm. Rower, you've got to view him as a player that's useful but not key. Whereas hmm. your gut runner is key, your blitzers are key. On a Wood Elf team, your characters, your war dancers are key. On a yeah. Team, your black horse and your blitzers are key. He's useful. He's got his place. He's got his purpose. Um, I think if you look at the wood elf thrower, I tend to take him when you need leader. If not, I'll take the catcher because he's detected by dodge. Yeah, so it's a useful basket because you don't want to be passing. Really. It depends on what you're doing and where you're doing it, and, and whether it's a league or it's a tournament.
0: Mm. Well, speaking of gutter runners, should we talk hmm. about gutter runners?
1: Yes, we've
0: got. You yeah. well, always here. always take four. Yeah, turns out they're they're pretty good. Don't take two. So yeah, gutter runners. Gutter runners, for those of you who are yet to be familiar with Skaven somehow, are pretty much the best players. Full stop. They are agility four, which makes them rival of any elf. They're movement nine, which makes them the fastest piece in the game. There are no pieces as fast as that, apart from star players. Yeah, they've got strength two, and yeah, they've got armor seven. But the fact they've got dodge as well, Means they are going to go wherever the bloody hell they want and do anything they want to do.
1: And they are do it cheap as well.
0: They are pretty damn cheap. Are 80k? We- yeah, it's a bit and silly. Weeping Blade. Stupid, yes, bloody weeping, weeping blade. Weeping blade. <laughs> yes. Right. I am the only person that I know who has ever been affected by this skill. And I've been affected by it multiple times. I had a game where I lost two skinks to cheeky fucking blitzes from gutter runners, who then both became Miss Next Game. And online on Fumble, my amazing war dancer, my amazing shadowing stand firm war dancer plus movement, got flipping badly hurt by a stupid gutter runner, and then rolled a Miss Next Game. I'm the only person I know who suffered from this stupid skill. Alex used salt. It's super effective.
1: <laughs>
0: I, uh, nothing in this game makes me quite so bitter as something like bloody Weeping Blades. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they've no. got Weeping Blades. <laughs> yes, which changes also, their tactics they, in no way whatsoever, but there we go. But it also makes you angry, and therefore. Um, <laughs> the,
2: the, the key here is when you. They start with Dodge and Movement yeah, 9 and Agility yeah. 4, which for the price ridiculously good yes. i would probably this might be a bold claim but go to say that behind war dancers they're the second best piece of the entire game
0: i can understand that they are Amazon Blitz is a phenomenal piece yeah yeah which
2: Blitz sorry i sorry it's a bit yeah oh, Am- oh, okay the amazon
0: Blitz is pretty
2: yeah, great yeah the, the
1: amazon Blitz is amazing yeah which uh, are probably amazing. Once there are game. lots
2: of good pieces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, there, there are. From, from the word go, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty top tier. Yeah.
0: When you're sitting there and, and you've got, for example, a fresh human team or a fresh, well, almost any team, against the scaling team, you've got four gutter runners, they're bloody hard to stop and control. They are. I mean, not... they, they're they rapidly quick. There's no two days'
4: doubts about it. Potential 11 movement and they come with dodge. The only thing I feel they lack a little bit is... Again, comparing to the cams part, the Wood Elf catcher, who can move 11, planted its 8 with 3 go for it. Um, they can we catch, and they these don't, but they're more runners than catchers.
0: Yes. Mm. Yeah, then true.
4: They have a completely different role for a piece that looks relatively the same on paper in the respect that the gutter runners run the team, whereas with Wood Elves, the, the award answers run the team more so. Yeah. Um, the guts runner in my opinion need to be built built very defensive not for scoring because they can do that on their own with what they've got yeah,
0: yeah. they don't need the extra help
4: necessarily
2: no. you, you need to put maybe like wrestle and strip ball on them stuff like that horns so they can be blitzers
4: yeah sidestep control to sidelines and if you have mm. to get a guard on them with sidestep you've got a great there. yeah. Um, you get the agility plus or Doubles to things like um, long legs and you know, you're leaping twos now. Um, I've seen two heads
0: rated quite highly on a uh, on a gutter runner.
4: Yeah, I mean, I played in the league, I had an agility 5 1 with horns. There was no guessing that he was going in to get the ball. Yeah. I also had um, a strength 3 1 that had long legs with leap on again.
2: The hideous thing some of the combos are great. I mean, two heads with big hand, for example. Yeah. they can go anywhere um, horns to obviously to go with the um, the defensive skills and of course if uh, you are lucky enough to roll plus movement on them, they become a scoring machine that everyone
0: hates
1: yes. Yes. The, the thing is that they're, they're just so incredibly versatile.
0: well mm. they can become pieces I mean obviously this isn't your first go through strategy, but a scaving team can relatively reliably perform one turn touchdowns. And it's to, it's kind of gross how how relatively easy it can be for them to do so. Well, it's it's easy enough
2: that I the only time I've ever done a tabletop one turn touchdown was with Skaven at the World Cup without any extra skills but blocking gutter runners. Yeah, but yeah, that I can yeah, do yeah. it
0: shows that pretty much anyone could do it. Yeah. Considering especially that they've also got the frenzy on the Rattoga, they are designed for these. You obviously shouldn't do it because there are reasons why. But I mean, when I played one of my first tabletop games against Skaven, that was it. It was a one-all draw because it was Dapperano actually who who he got a one-turn touchdown on me on turn eight. So I scored on my turn um, my turn eight because you know stalling and whatever. And he just went okay do 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 and one-turn touchdown. And I just went boo. And it, it's <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's horrendous to deal with sometimes. With the rat over, you can also because of frenzy
4: do a one-turn touchdown without using a blitz. Cause you frenzy your piece along. depending on how they set up and such like. Yeah. We shouldn't yeah. Leave blitz to move pieces out of the way to get a clear one through, run through. So there's lots su- of options.
0: I'm sure if you if you think about it and work a few things out, you can probably do a one turn touchdown without any go for it as well with a guy runner, I reckon.
4: Yeah, I think you're, to do that, I mean, yes, it can be done. Two pushes and you're in range. You'd need four pushes, which is doable. But that's ha- a lot of hard work that's unnecessary yes.
0: when it's easier to roll the go for it. But still, you can do it. You, you could just do it to show off if you wanted to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's bloody hard to stop because, I mean, you can set your guys up and you can stand in the way, but ultimately if he rolls himself a 3+, and a 3+, and a 2+, and that's it, and a couple more 2-pluses, he's pretty much got it. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 when, when the argument comes up about stalling, and this comes up, especially with newer coaches, people get quite frustrated about their opponents stalling and this, that, and the other. The Skaven team is always the team I point to. I say, right, okay, you have a problem with stalling. What about this? What about a team that can literally score in one turn? What what are you supposed to do against this kind of menace? Are you meant to just score in three turns and let them rack up the touchdowns? Or are you supposed to hold them back to reduce the opportunities that they have? So the only option they have is to go for these ridiculous one-turn touchdown plays, which are quite risky. Well, I've got no
2: problem scoring quickly against Skaven because the thing is, the Skaven themselves are not designed for a long drive so if i score quickly against the skaven yeah they're going to get a a drive against me but i'll be defending and hitting them just as much they'll have to they're probably not going to stall themselves unless they get quite lucky with the bash so i'm happy enough to get more chances to reduce their numbers for the second half with them i mean it, it it does depend sometimes against what team you're using but if I, you're I find that, or something. Oh yeah, if you're dwarfs, then just yeah, do your thing. <laughs> do your thing. Just do you do you dwarf player. I think you've got to also look at the the,
4: the 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 scoring quick and the stalling thing. You know, a wood elf coach or an elf coach or a scathing coach is going to have no issues whatsoever. Ask Merrick of sticking seven touchdowns past <laughs> <laughs> you.
2: You lose, you lose one game 7-0 and nobody lets you forget about it. So, <laughs> you
4: know, why would you complain at a Dwarf coach stalling out? Because they can't work. Well, it's unlikely they're going to score seven touchdowns.
0: No. Yeah, I lost exactly, 4-0 yeah. to a Dwarf team once. That's the worst I ever got it.
4: But that that to me is a case That's of... That's because
2: you're if, shit, mate.
0: <laughs> if,
4: if you're going to complain about them stalling, would you be happy someone ran up a score against you? it's, it's the, the yin and the yang it's, it's part of the game deal with it exactly absolutely yeah.
0: yeah and I would argue that it could be I mean I might be wrong here but coaches who tend to start the game out quite often like teams such as Wood Elves and Skaven because they can pull off the flashy planes they, can, they lean on luck a bit more in that way but you don't need to be ridiculously lucky to get away with the bullshit, and it's the way you defend against the bullshit by doing things like stalling, which they find quite frustrating. And then when these coaches play a bit more and start to realise actually this is really this is the case, and they start playing dwarf teams and orc teams, and they realise actually stalling is such a valid part of the game. I shouldn't be so upset about it.
4: Will you look at the David team? I mean, contradict what Merrick says, just because it's Merrick, but you know, um, <laughs> it,
0: it, it's a fair reason.
4: And <laughs> and team can stall relatively easy. You've got the ball in the gutter, and you can move nine squares wherever you like with dodge. And his three buddies help create that screen. You know, this This is hard to compete against, whereas a dwarf team that's strolling down the park and his eight-turn drive has got to go through teams, because they're not the most manoeuvrable. Yeah. It's, bounce all over the place and stall when they're ready.
0: To I stall think... with the Skaven team, you need to stall for you need one good turn, and you're away. To stall with the Chaos, the Dwarf team, you have to stall for eight turns. Well, one bad I turn is I, would, right
2: yeah, I don't think I would have a problem with the Skaven team doing that stall because obviously, as you've said, you have one gutter runner picking up the ball and then you have the three gutter runners screening him as they sort of run you know, from side to side across the sidelines, staying so out of range. But what I would do in that situation is think, okay, we've well got four of your players um, currently waiting to score in like turn eight. Okay, I will turn to your other six or seven players with my 11 and destroy them so that you've only got a handful of players for the second half. Well,
0: that's it. That's the payoff, isn't it? Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy enough just killing the rest of the team and going, okay, fine, you score on turn eight, but good luck in the second half, with players or five players. Admittedly,
0: all of them are going to be gutter runners, and they'll
2: outpace you anyway, but well, it's there is that.
0: bad. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, go around the skills then. I mean, obviously, quite early on, block is, is quite a common one that screams out at you. I mean,
4: if you're looking at a tournament play, Wrestle, I think, comes into play. because
2: Wrestle's very good. I I, I like having a 50-50 split of two block, two Wrestle.
4: I think Mm. in a league, I wouldn't put Wrestle because Wrestle fits nicely on linemen, Um, whereas you don't want your key players, and they're going to hog all the star player points lying on the floor.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
4: Picking up things like extra strength, dauntless, horns,
2: I They're love Dauntless down. on gutter runners. you're going the down
4: the ball hunting route. If you're picking up things like guard, sidestep, things like that, you're going down the support route. You know, you, you want your gutter runners need to be built as defensive pieces, not as offensive pieces. You yeah, tempted they, they, to go they,
0: for the sprint shore feet route then?
4: If you get a sprint shore feet one, if you get the extra movement, you're building a gutter runner who's got movement, sprint shore feet. And ultimately a block. That's four to six skills you can have, all built for one purpose and one purpose only, which then takes away from the team. Your team will become reliant on that, yeah. which takes away from your ability to play the team and develop the team. And then yeah. Also got I've, a one-man team that when he dies, you,
2: you're screwed. Completely agree with that, because going back to my old Step freak war dancer, I had a very similarly built legend gutter runner. All of that, he had all the movement that he needed. He had movement 10, he had sprint, he had short feet, he had sidestep, and he had catch as well, just to make him even better at the one turn touchdown. And as soon as he died, the team had nothing,
1: yeah,
0: exactly,
2: because yeah. nobody else was getting star player
0: points. Mm, I've seen, um, I saw a while ago somebody on one of the communities online was talking about having a problem against this gaming team because they had one gutter runner who was movement oh. 10, sprint, short feet, obviously dodge, and agility six. And he just said, I just don't know what to do because he's one turn touching me every time. So he keeps him off the field, and then he sets up and runs him down. And then, you know, he, well, how, what can I do to stop him, sort of thing. And People were just saying, you just have to kind of, well, just ignore it. Because ultimately, what's going to happen is that guy's going to rely on that piece so much that it's going to, when he goes away and when he dies or gets crippled or whatever, his team is, he's just going to struggle. I think a lot of the time, as well, if you
4: don't go chasing key players, chase the lineman, kill the lineman, remove the lineman. That then lessens their team. Then that player then has to come back on the pitch. You get rid of enough linemen, he's got to make the decision. The thrower goes in the line or the rat over, which you don't necessarily want because you need those elsewhere. Or blitzers, which isn't a bad shout, but um, you know they've got another purpose. And before long, gutter runners are easier to target and they're easy to take down, being at the strength too.
0: Mm, it's quite satisfying taking out gutter runners, I have to admit. It feels pretty good. When you finally get one and you just go, right then, you bloody stupid gutter runner. Twonk! I would take a both down on a gutter runner if he didn't have block any day of the week. Any piece in the game. I don't care. I hate go runners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then what do. happened? No, what happened? I'd take a both down, I'd go down, and then he'd bloody weeping blade to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so, what about doubles, then, on a gutter runner?
1: Oh, like, so you... M- mutations, got to be. Yeah.
0: Well, what about guard or something? Yeah, guards are good shout, very very
4: good for tournament
1: play. very mobile guards are, are very useful. Um I'd go I'd go with horns, uh, um, if you get a mutation, yeah. Big hand? Yeah, big hand'd be a good one, yeah. There are quite a lot of options by the sounds of it. The, th- the thing is Gus Runners, especially in league play, they tend to specialise because you because you got four of them, you're probably gonna have a couple offensive, a couple defensive. But because of the wide options skills you get, they are quite easy to take down a specialist route. Mm. Yeah.
0: Do you know what? Uh, what skill you? What skill you could take in go gutter runner?
1: You couldn't take shadowing because that's. You totally good.
0: could take shadowing and go gutter runner.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally good. Great. So your, your strength two player stays next to the uh to, to the opposition player. Yeah, a stab stab's
0: fine. got shadowing. I think shadowing
4: when you stand him with. Um, or near a tackle blitzer becomes very useful, especially because you can only get one yeah. away, especially if you stood next to a ratto with Brienne Saltile. It's very situational, but it has its poor effort.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like shadowing. so I like probably it far just, too
1: much, Alex. I
0: know. I don't know why. I just <laughs> something about it I just really like. I think there's better skills to take first. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <it entirely laughs> about two
1: skills
4: you might slick shadow on, it,
0: but... <laughs> Hey, Hawker, I've got a Wood Elf team at the moment, right? I've got oh two war dancers in, obviously. One is Movement 9, and they both have Shadowing and Stand Firm. See, I wouldn't put Stand Firm on them. i will put Sight Attack, but Shadowing... But stand Firm and Shadowing means that they have to get a power on them, or they are not going anywhere. They just mm-hmm. stay there. When I get both of them on the ball carrier, they can't run away and they can't beat them up either. They just have to hope for the pal. It's amazing. Uh, Anyway. so (laughs) Silence. (laughs) And of course, take all four, Guy riders. You need all four. Because that's the whole point of the team. You are the fastest team in the game. Use it. I would suggest that in a starting TV 1000 team,
2: maybe don't take four gutter runners. No, you're wrong. I'm wrong.
1: Okay. <laughs> but, no, hear me out it. here. Agreed. Okay. Always, take, always take four gutter runners.
2: Because there, there, there was one loadout that I saw that only had the three gutter runners and a lot more. Because obviously the rerolls aren't cheap, cheap, are they? And you're you want to get a, uh, a Puffer Crea now, I think. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I
4: know where yes. you're coming from. You can survive quite happily with two rerolls. You don't necessarily need rat over earlier on because you can get by. But the gutter runners give you so yeah. much, so much. Ability
2: the, the, yeah. To, uh, do whatever you need to do. The yeah. the one the the uh, scaven lineup that I was thinking and that I normally start with is, is two blitzes, three gutter runners, a seven liner. That's three rerolls per So that gives you twelve players and the profit crew gets you your free rerolls. And because gutter runners are quite cheap, you can get that in. A couple of games easily.
4: I'd rather go without the Apo. i will take the four gut run every time. I'd rather go without the three re I'd go two re rolls quite happy.
0: Hmm. I guess all the important <laughs> things you're doing should have built in re rolls anyway.
4: Yeah. I mean if you ever get a chance, play a league with wood elves with no re rolls, um, and you learn quickly to rely on the players with block, the players with built in skills, dodge the catch, the, the um, obviously pass skills should you ever do something like that yeah I found
0: can, the scariest thing that I'm doing with, with elf teams is picking up the ball because I quite rarely have a piece with with sure hands unless it's a thrower because often I'm doing things like block and dodge and whatever and it's the picking up the ball that becomes the scary bit because I don't have a built-in ruval for this but I've sure be done down. on a gutter runner is very good because um, about every breakdown So if the ball spills loose they on it yeah even if it's in a tackle zone even two tackle zones you might as well chuck them on there get a free re-roll You've got a good chance of picking it up and buggering off. Yep. Hmm. So we've got two positionals left. We've got blitzers. So, that, I mean, they've got the same stat line as human blitzers. The only difference is they've got mutation access and doubles. So I guess you'd build them pretty similar to the way you build human blitzers. Uh, no, not
2: no. necessarily. Well, the difference is you get four human blitzers rather than two. The difference is you've
4: got gutter runners and they have a different yeah. purpose. Um, they don't have right on the alignment humans have. So they've got a very different ethics to their game. Not, uh, uh, sorry, the the humans play a different game to the gun, uh, the Skaven teams, and that I think dictates a lot.
0: So how would you build your Skaven Blitzers then? What would you give to them? Um,
4: I think I'd like to have guard on things for obvious reasons, but you need to be able to remove pieces. Um you need to be looking at things like tackle, mighty blow and claws and removing your position, which makes your game easier. Yeah,
2: m- mighty blow, claw it. is the key one now, I think.
0: Especially as, uh, apart from the rat ogre, who else is going to be able to do that position, that kind of thing? Tackle is amazing. Without, I mean, because you've got, obviously you've got your big guy, but he can't get it in this, except on a, on a, uh, on a double. You don't necessarily want to give it to your linemen and your gutter runners. So it makes sense to get into your blitzes. They can be the guys who hunt down other gutter runners and elves and catchers and all sorts. Amazons. You've also got to look at a human
4: team can get into a fight with some teams. Yes, it's going to lose a lot of them because they're not geared as well as an orc team is, but they can get into a fight. Um, a skating team can't, so they have to pick their targets carefully. They have to remove their targets as best they can. Blitzers are geared differently. They, the team role has got a different role. They're more hunters than
5: you know.
0: Hmm. I found when I play against scathing teams quite often though in tournaments, they'll have something like a a mighty blow blitzer and a tackle blitzer. And I and as an elf coach, I find them pretty scary. They've got a great big yeah. team in that, but just one tackle is enough to really change the way a team can defend itself. Well when you think in a tournament situation
4: or, or evenly, you've got a team that can score on their drive. When you scored after eight turns Score anyway and win two one because of it because they yeah. can bounce all over the place. It's very different to if if you're playing where you need to use the pieces to be able to grind through and all the rest of it. The only team that then, based upon that philosophy, that's or teams that are going to cause some problems, other teams that are agile and quick. Your would else your pro elves, your skaven. So you need a player that can hunt and remove those key pieces if you like.
2: Hmm. I mean, with with that in mind, uh, other skills potentially. You know, when it comes to secreted, would which plus movement from a Skaven Blitzer? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Okay, that's good because I have got a plus movement Scavenger Blitzer. And I was thinking, have I made a mistake? <laughs> well, then he becomes <laughs> like a baby werewolf, doesn't he? <laughs> I just <Yeah>. wanted validation. <laughs> movement, yeah.
4: movement for me in any team is massive. The difference between yeah. movement
5: eight and movement seven is huge.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah.
2: and the difference between movement six and move, I mean, movement seven and movement, pretty much any plus one movement is going to be crucial to any team.
0: I rolled plus movement on a Nurgle Warrior and I ignored it. Okay, except maybe Nurgle. <laughs> no,
4: I see, even then, Nurgle, the, the Warriors are slow. It allows
0: you to get to where you need to be to reinforce where you've got to be. I suppose. I don't know. It's, I think it's well leaving where they
2: to get the guard where it needs to be.
0: My Nogal Warrior gets into a fight and he's stuck there and I go, nah, that's him for the whole game. Just leave him where he is. He'll be fine. Yeah, I think,
2: I think it would be better served on the uh, Rotters and the Pestigors rather yeah. than the Warriors because the Warriors are going to be time players up.
0: So, with the Blitzers then, we talked about things like Mighty Blow and Tackle. Obviously, they've got access to guard, which is yeah. on normals, which is huge. So, in yeah. tournaments, if you, haven't got, if you don't want to take the Rat Ogre but you want to get that one guard piece and you can't quite give up the double because you need it for a leader caddy or something then guarders on a blitzer is obviously a pretty good way to go. Movement seven as well means they can get where they need to be in a pinch. Well, just like any team, you need a guard or two can really make a difference. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, like we said earlier, they get mutation access. So you can even make them claw mighty blow pieces, which is gross. Horns is also very useful for your key yeah. blitzer. Yeah, well, suddenly he's blitzing like a black orc, except he snores yeah. twice as quick. Being able to hit that war dancer for two dice, even if you've not got Tackle, means you're, you're, you don't have to get that assist for that when you're hunting for that POW. So it really can make a massive difference.
1: Well, again, the, again, the mutation access makes um, Skaven Blitz is just ideal for
0: specialization, yeah. Mm. Skaven are such good skill access. They've got Basically, everything yeah.
2: they need. Bastard. Yeah, the good thing about Skaven is you can build them almost however you want to build them.
4: I was told once where um, in a league that certain teams fear others. Your lizard might fear your chaos team at high level due to the claw, a loose source, you in trouble. You know, the, the wood elf team might fear a dark elf team for obvious reasons. Yeah, a dark elf might fear an orc because they can't quite deal with that grind um, and they don't have the movement necessarily. But a skaven team's got no reason to fear anybody because they can do anything. Mm. They don't care if Nurgle tips up with claws all over the place or chaos because they're all on the seven anyway
5: yeah you know,
4: they can give back as good granted not as hard they don't think it's hard but they've got the movement to be able to cause problems they can do anything in a league in a perpetual format
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i played against a skaven team very recently in the league and my opponent took glatz mashrip and i was a lizard man and he was he was um obviously skaven and having just that one claw it really quite scared me a lot, and I thought, wait, suddenly I can't quite be as much on the offensive as I wanted to be because I've got to be quite concerned that this strength four guy is just going to charge around and kill all my guys. And he did. He, he, he took out my Croxagor quite early on, he took out a Saurus, and it, it was quite, I thought, this is weird. I don't want to be in the back foot here. I should be beating him up. They have all the tools they need to really specialize if they need to and, and really play to your weaknesses.
5: Mm.
0: Bloody yeah. Skaven. Hmm. They should make them all strength two. There we go. Job done. Maybe not. No. <laughs> we haven't gone to the Ratogi yet. right. I guess. Isn't he? He's a bit of a weird one, as we say, because a lot of teams don't actually take him. Because no,
2: he, he's a big, he's big guy. Time. He's unreliable.
0: But... I mean, I think as far as big guys go, he's pretty
2: good. Because he. I mean, there are some teams that don't need their big guy. I think Skaven kind of need him. Because they do lack strength.
4: I think he's one of those players that you can play Skaven without and just as good as with him. Um, he's the same cost as a wizard or I know a lot of leagues now don't have wizards because of the new rules and such like but Even so, he will cost you games and lose your games because he'll go frenzy at the wrong time, or Sorry, wild animal at the wrong time or the skulls will pop up and both downs will pop up. He's, he's a loner at the end of the day. No. Hmm. He's going to be one of your in pieces because no idiot is going to stand next to him um, so you know you've got to then use him which creates the problem unlike a wood elf tree for example you don't need to use him standing in the middle is enough Um the croc the, the lizard man team moving him to where he needs to be is enough but you can't do that with a Raptor. he's weak mm. rama, he's no mm. rama he's relatively quick with movement six so he's He's a funny big guy. I think I, yeah. um, he brings in the element of punch that they might necessarily need. Stick claw on him, and you have a potentially terrifying piece. However, you know full well the first block is all the two skulls, and he's going to
0: die. Yeah, uh,
4: of course.
0: That I've always been armor eight on big guys is a horrible, horrible thing, <laughs> because you th- you think great, he's a big guy, he's really strong. Look how tough he is. And then you go, wait, hold on, he's going down as easy as a lineman. this is terrifying. Yeah. If another big guy gets a hit on him, there's a good chance he's leaving the pitch. Yeah, you know? I mean, for me, I like to put claws on the right over I can understand block. But for me,
4: being that little bit conservative, well, you might as well not take him or stick Juggernaut on him because he br- I am taking him to try and remove opponents' pieces. Now, you take the minor two on a Chaos Dwarf team, for example, different purpose because the doors can remove players so you yeah. need to keep him alive and kick him you know it's a catch 22 the um Snow Troll for example on the Norse North team. team yeah, very mm. similar in this respect the purpose for taking Norse is to stick blow on that big guy to remove players that's his job Yeah, I have seen some people put block on him and I don't understand that somebody will know that voice it there's far better players than me out there but for me he's there to remove players he's not there to
1: get in the way and be a, a blocks player you know mm. well, no he, he has a particular purpose and i think he, he does it pretty well yeah
2: yeah the the idea of putting block on any big guy is you know just to, to negate the fact that loner means if you double both down or score both down or something like that it it causes so many issues but um Going back to the Rattoga, which is obviously what we we're talking about, um, I did actually forget when we were talking about it earlier about Juggernauts. I completely forgot about Juggernauts. Um, it's a very good standard skill for him, yeah, uh, a normal right. skill for him. And so, yeah, Claw as a double instead of block, actually probably a better shout purely because he can get Juggernauts.
0: So what you're saying is and I'm
2: he's... right. No, because uh, <laughs> I'd like... Hang on. So what did you... You said... I
4: said take Claw. In a league okay. corner, for me, I'd put Claw on the right ogre early on because he's designed to remove players. And I'd keep him on the team up until one of my blitzers was in a position that they could take over that role. And then I'd pitch him. I <sighs> found when I was I playing against Skaven. Head,
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I play against uh, Skaven as an elf coach, I find him, I, I hate him. And I hate him purely because of prehensile tail. That is the only reason I don't like him. He's strength five, meh. He's got mighty blow, meh. I'm going to die anyway. But having that, making dodges that bit more risky, I don't like that at all. That really played, gives, rubs me up the wrong way.
4: In enough championships, I played an Amazon coach with uh, my Skaven. And my Rat sole purpose was essentially to move next to some Amazon whatever positions, generally uh, line, uh, line women, because they don't have the block skill, and tag them. And you could tag one or two knowing full well they've got enough issues to deal with the rest of the game bearing in mind i had to tackle piece, i could hit players they're on the seven i'm on the seven happy days they're going down the numbers they're not prepared to make the dodge on a four plus now yeah. and dodging on a three plus isn't great you know i've seen a lot of people say that the amazon team isn't designed for dodges defensive skill not a dodging skill i get that purpose unlike the goblins or something um, and so his role was very different. A lot of people will two dice up here if they got blocked and you don't. I get that. I understand that. Um, and so for me, it was a case of he was there to just tie things up and keep them out of the way. Mm. I, yeah,
0: I,
1: think it, he, he I definitely hate it. Ser- he definitely serves a role like that,
0: yeah. So I think he's a, I think he's a viable option. If nothing, just... He's saying he's not so good at roadblock because he's not got the armour nine or whatever, but in the right circumstances, especially against things like other scathing teams and Quicker, agile teams. Oh, he's he's horrible. He's a yeah, horrible do, do, person to he, deal with. Yeah, he can pin players down, basically. Yeah, he's a dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you get things
5: like um,
4: sideline cages that some people will do, and they see it as a viable option. You can't get into the player that, that's against the sidelines. You send the rattle green straight through using the frenzy. Yes, you'll probably take one of the guys off the pitch, but you now tag that particular player with prentel tail. Yeah. Now dodging on three away from the end zone. You know, it's generally dire straits when that's the case anyway. It creates an issue.
0: Hmm. So, just one word answer then. Do you take the Ratoga? yes or no? I do for tournaments, yeah. Yes. I do. Yeah, in starting, both.
4: Starting league, late on league when you're hitting the higher TV, drop him because your blitzers should be able to cover the issue. And you have got to run as a developer.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So, we normally would look at things like star players and skills and stuff here, but I'm wondering how we are doing for time. How are we doing? For time? How are we doing? I feel like we talked about uh, a lot
1: today. Yeah, we have yeah, we are yeah, we are not doing too great for time.
2: We'll we... ten o'clock. I don't know what the actual recording time is, but
0: well, let's do. I've got. have got. A... I've got a quick blood bluster. There's only a couple of questions, and what we'll do is we'll come back and we'll cover all the Skaven stuff in the Underworld episode or something like that, because most of them okay the cross anyway, don't they? Alright, fair enough. And I guess talk about Fez glitch, and I like Fez glitch. glitch is great.
2: Also. Before we go, first glitch is crap on an actual Skaven team. Uh- <laughs> yes, that's why we weren't talking about. Him today. Underworld, fine. Skaven, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay then. Um, so that's the Skaven team. I mean, they are very, very fast. They they don't, as, as Hawker says, they don't really have any team they're terrified of. You've got to be careful when you're playing someone like Dwarves because if you let them pin you down, you're going to get squished. But you do have the tools to remove them if you need to. Other fast teams, you've got the tools to remove them. Other slower teams, you just outrun them. They are a very good team. They I'm are too scared of for a reason. when I play them. Yeah,
2: one of the teams that I think they to
0: against. I guess because yeah, they can just tricky. chuckle them cheeky one die blocks at you and stuff.
2: Yeah, negates the claw as well, so it's wasted skills and uh, team value.
4: I think when you're looking at perpetually, um, when you're hitting your two K TVs, which teams tend to hover around. Um, again, talking back to the OCC times and whatnot, your Wood what Elves, your Dark Elves tend to tier, be the top two teams to look at, followed very closely by your Pro Elves and your uh, High Elves, in no particular order. So your four elf teams are the top four teams. Very closely behind, you're looking at your Skaven, then you're looking at your hybrid teams like Necro. Again, you've mm-hmm. got movement eight players, you've got Claw. And then you're looking at your Chaos and stuff like that that can remove teams. So... You, you Skaven are one of your top sides in a perpetual league. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in they, tournaments
0: uh, too, they tend to do really quite well. Yeah. They are a good team.
2: I think uh, with some tournaments, it depends on skill allocation. Because if you can't blodge up most of your gutter runners or give them wrestle or defensive skills, um, with, with limited skills, for example, tournaments where um, you get, for example, one skill a game, they can struggle in the early in the early game, potentially. But again, it depends on how you use them. I think they can be surprisingly tough to use sometimes, uh, purely because of their fragility. How fragile they are!
0: But, um, I suppose once you've lost a handful of players, you're going to be on the back foot, and you need to be able to recover from that.
4: Yeah, like any agility can, team, one hand touchdown with five players, so they've got
0: their pluses. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> oh, so many pluses. I'm so that, bitter that, about that.
2: And I, I have lost quite recently in the tabletop. Open League to a Skaven team With one gutter Runner on the pitch Who scored That was embarrassing You only need, you only need
0: One It's just like an elf team You just need one elf team Just one guy To pick up the ball One guy to in walk it defense, in That's all you need
2: Halflings can't catch him Nor do they have Tackle
0: or, or block <laughs> It's very difficult <laughs> What you need Is you need a halfling With block and mighty blow uh. No, no one needs that. What I need is a change to <laughs> kill that halfling with block. Uh, well, I'm ready anytime. If you want to go goblins
4: versus halflings, that's mm-hmm. fine. I'll it's take so out goblins. You, you talk about a halfling with block and my Well, I played lizards and I had a skink with block. And for his second level, I actually took tackle.
2: So I oh, gross. That's really? a fantastic anti stunty piece. Okay, brilliant,
4: he Yeah, gutter runners
2: really well and he hits... Yeah. Really well. He's brilliant. I've got Pretty much an, an anti-catcher catcher, anything. Hmm.
0: Okay then. So that's Skaven. Play them. They're, they are very good. You're going to have to learn to play with less people but they are incredible at what they do. It'll make you a better yeah. coach, maybe. And, and to
2: be honest, gutter, gutter runners are just very fun pieces to use
0: they yes. feel really good when they work there is something I mean people talk about elf bullshit rat bullshit is just as stinky mm. I mean, when you get a ball knocked loose and a Escaven dodges into two tackle zones and picks up a ball in two tackle zones and then dodges away and long bombs it to another rat and suddenly it's, it's 15 squares down the pitch that feels pretty bad <laughs> it's pretty brutal yeah
4: to, to give you a highlight on the, the Skaven bullshit we was at the Euro Bowl with the Welsh team and David Lee the Piranha had Skaven. And he managed to knock the ball loose against I think it was a Nurgle coach. And he caught the ball with a gutter on that in four tackle zones with disturbing presence all over the place.
0: Blew. And then scored. <laughs> 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 How dare he? Well, Rat don't... bullshit. <laughs> <Exactly>. Rat <laughs> I find myself currently on the receiving end of human bullshit all the time these days. Stupidity, I just I don't know what it is about humans. I always go, agility 3, I'll be fine. And then when they need it, they can, they can just put it out of their ass and flip in. I've had lots of losses against humans recently due to built human bullshit. It's all the built in rerolls. You go, oh, it's a 4 plus, might as well try it. Oh, look, didn't work. Oh, I got a reroll. Oh, it worked this time. Okay, so <laughs> it's getting on a bit. I've only got quite a short Bloodbusters because um, I think it was meant to be one of the other guys who aren't here today. And then they decided to just dump us in it in the last bloody minute. Go. Well, you
3: know, they were
2: busy, potentially.
1: And they had and, lines and, of and stuff. And did tell us at least a day in advance, both of them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, we've, we've okay. known Francis wasn't going to be in this episode for at least a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well then. Well, I've, only, I've, I've knocked a few, not, knocked, together a couple of questions. Um, Hawker, you've not been on the podcast before, but it's very simple. All I do is we just have a few trivia questions or whatever. And you just answer them, and then if you win, you win. You get no kind of prize, but you get the glory of knowing that you beat these two losers.
4: I think I've beaten them both before, anyway. So. Oh! oh,
1: yeah. Oh, un- undoubtedly, words. Yeah, definitely. Hawk,
2: Hawk has beaten me three times. So. Okay, <laughs> okay then.
0: <laughs> right then. What One is of them
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did he really? Okay, so what I've done with these questions, I've done a small amount of data mining. So I've taken all of the uh, 161. Thousand and eighty recorded NAF games in the last ten years, or however long the debate, debate database has been going, and I'm trying to to extract a few bits of interesting information, and I'm going to ask you questions based on those. So you do you do love ten. your stats, don't you? <laughs> yes, very simple, honestly. I've only got five questions this time, but here we go. Question number one. So Wait, of okay. all, what? All Sorry. buzzers. Well, but
2: yes, buzzers, yes. That that was actually not say? what I was going to say, but carry on. <laughs> what were you <laughs> going to no. say, Merrick? I Isn't might have accidentally curious? had things muted then. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to wing it. I accidentally had everything muted just trying to try just,
0: find a buzzer. Just answer questions, it's fine. Do you guys okay. have buzzers, by the way? Merrick, what's your buzzer? Oh, very nice. How many people do you think heard that now checking their phone? <laughs> Matt, what's your buzzer? The clanky chains <laughs> absolutely andy do you have a do you have a buzzer I, i'm working on it
2: you can I, just I, say dave if you want
0: no no
4: i, I definitely want to do this. this is fun <laughs> mm. I, i'm gonna can, can we have this I,
1: am I like it yeah definitely
0: i'm okay with Nothing. that okay then so let's 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 throw a few questions out here and see what sticks so um, I'm going to go on here. So I think this has been going since, for the looks of it, in, like July 2002. So there've been quite a lot of games here recorded. One hundred sixty-one thousand and eighty games recorded. That was going to be one of the questions, but now I've just given the answer. So let's move on. Oh God! <laughs> <You> went... <laughs> okay. This is a
1: good start, right? So... so now there's
0: four questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. What is if you, if you went to any given tournament of these tournaments, any one of these games? and sat down and watched these two coaches, what is the most likely race-on-race race match you would play? So which two races are most likely to be in attendance? Oh, Merrick. Wood Elves versus Undead. Incorrect. Well, now, while you could say, yes, that's true, because those are the two most present races, in terms of the most common matchups, they are not top of the list. Okay, then. Any other guesses? What is the most common matchup you see in tournaments? Oh, According- Andy! Oh, that's Andy. going to be orcs and humans. Oh, you're so close! Oh. You are so close, but incorrect. What, what was that?
2: I dropped my <laughs>
0: phone. Hang on. <laughs> Matt, do you want to guess? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, humans versus undead. Incorrect. Now it's a bit of a trick question oh. because the oh, most yeah. common matchup is actually orc versus orc did you know two percent two percent of all the games that were played were orcs versus orcs which is kind of staggering when you think about it when you think of all the combinations but there we go orcs versus orcs is the most common matchup you will ever see allegedly what a goal okay. matchup i know <laughs> lots of people take orcs i guess so I let's let's get to the... my
4: understanding as to why that might be
0: why is that well in the beginner's box, as, as when
4: you go back in time, there's always orcs and humans in the box,
1: agree? Absolutely, yeah.
4: That's why I went with my options. Now, if you add into the mix that orcs are relatively quite competitive and likely to go to things like World Cups and Euro Bowls, where humans not
0: so
1: much, that might actually be the reason why. Yeah, mm.
0: I think that's I
1: think that's probably a fair
0: point, yeah. And I was actually I wrong earlier. Actually
4: guessing, but that's my thoughts.
0: Oh, what were yeah, you wrong yeah. about? Um, I said Undead and Wood Elves are the most, most present races. Actually, Orcs is obviously on top of that. The, the top three most common races are Orcs, then uh, Undead, then Wood Elves, if you're wondering. Okay, so okay, what about the, yeah. the other end of the spectrum then. So, what is the least likely matchup? The matchup that happened oh. the least amount of times? Oh, uh, Merrick. Um, I was definitely ogres before. versus <laughs> Nurgle.
4: Incorrect.
0: Andy nor uh nurgle and slam oh incorrect oh guys this is getting close matt pact versus nurgle no you guys really don't think nurgle are that common do you slam versus pact nope slam vampires oh okay. if i made if i told you it, that both the teams have something. been mentioned slam ogres now, I'll, just, I'll put you out your misery. The <laughs> least likely team you're ever likely to see, the least likely matchup, is Vampires versus Nurgle. Oh. oh, okay. Of, all, of the 161,000 matches, only 54 of them were Vampire versus Nurgle, which means you've got a 0.03% chance of stumbling across one. Compare that to the 2% of Orcs. That's a pretty massive difference. Yeah. You are almost 100 times more likely to see Orc versus Orc than you are to see Vampire versus Nurgle. Okay. So, of all the matchups, all races versus all races, which which matchup is the most likely one, according to the statistics, to result in a draw? Oh, Merrick! Oh, is that okay. Andy? Your your uh, thing I isn't loud it enough for me to hear. I think it was Andy mm-hmm. first. Andy, I'll give you, you know a clue. It's not going. who you think it is. We're going to go with orcs versus orcs. You are incorrect. I know it sounds like it should be, but it ain't. Um. An orc is only 0.22%, oh sorry, 20, 23% likely to draw against an orc coach. You're more likely to lose against orcs if you're orcs. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Ignore me. Uh, Merrick. Norse versus dwarves. Incorrect. Matt?
1: Uh... J- just draws specifically,
0: was it? Sorry? So specifically draws. Which team is most likely, which matchup is most likely to result <laughs> in a draw? Uh, I'm going to say Wood Elf Skaven. Ah, interesting. But you're wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Since so nobody's got a point yet, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the answer and I want you to tell me what the chances that they're going to draw. So the answer is actually Halflings versus Kemri. Did you know that results in more draws than any other matchup? Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, to, to the closest number, then the closest percent. What percentage have you got of drawing with a Halfling versus carry match, Merrick? Oh crap. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Phone.
2: Uh, eighteen point four percent. Eighteen
0: point four. Any advances in eighteen point four? I'm going to say forty-eight percent. Wow. Heck of a high chance, Matt.
1: Uh, I'm going to go
0: with 26%. Well, actually, I think oh, I've got to do maths now
1: because the actual <laughs> answer is
0: you've got a 33.9% chance. So, oh,
1: uh, that is Andy's closer, I think, now, yeah. You're,
0: what 14% away. So, yeah, point for Hawker. First point of the match. There we go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. We're done, guys. Uh, this has been anything but a one. Seeing it. <laughs> so, okay. So, let, let's go to the opposite end of the numbers again. So, which matchup out of any of the all the teams is least likely to end up in a draw? So, oh, Merrick. ogres versus wood elves. You are close, but you are not on it. Any more for any more? Least likely to end. In a draw. The least likely to end in a draw. Wood elves and ogres are the second least likely. If that makes you feel any better. Oh fuck! <laughs> With an eleven percent chance. Can I get half a point for that? <laughs> if no one else gets oh, no. it, then maybe. Hmm. Any hmm. more for any more? Dun, 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 Definitely wood elves in there. There is definitely wood elves in there. No, there isn't. Maybe there is. Who knows? Don't give them clues. That wasn't a clue. I gave him both <laughs> answers. I said yes and no. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Andy. I'm going to go with uh, wood elves, Happens. <gasps> Incorrect. <laughs>
1: Uh, on the same token I'm going to go wood elves goblins
0: no Merrick you get half a point it's actually the least likely matchup for a draw is actually ogres versus high elves did you know apparently ogres versus what you cut out there
1: you you cut out for the second one (laughs) 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 ogres versus (laughs) dramatic (laughs) pause dramatic pause (laughs) and then nothing (laughs) whoops I
0: don't know what happened there it's actually ogres and high elves Oh, oh, okay. okay. Ogres on High Elves has a six point four percent chance of a draw. I suppose what
2: we think as well is the lesser used teams like High Elves are going to have higher percentages, aren't they?
4: Potentially, yes. Yeah. No, okay. The percentage is one hundred. All of them, regardless of the number of games, is all add up to one. Yeah, Look,
1: but because of, game, because of the fewer game, because <laughs> of fewer games played, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, it could also be that if you've got ogres versus wood elves, if you get lucky, you can kill millions of wood elves and you might be able to just get the win. But against high elves, that's going to be harder to do, maybe. God knows. But yeah, second it goes wood elves and ogres, and then it goes dark elves versus goblins, in case you're mm. wondering.
4: I, I just would like to point out I played Glowworm with dark elves once and beaten 5-1. Oh.
2: Just thought you'd nice. mention that. Eh? Just <laughs> slide
0: it out there. Just because. Just because. Just just okay, so let us quickly do this here. Okay. So I am looking here for teams that are exactly have an exactly 50% chance of doing certain things. So I'm an Amazon team. There are two teams out there that I have an exactly 50% chance of beating. What teams are they? So 50% chance of beating and then 50% chance of losing or drawing. Merrick. Norse. Norse is not one of them. I've only got a forty-four percent chance of beating Norse. Only, still a pretty good chance. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Anyone want to guess? Yes, me. Andy, go. One of the teams
4: that Amazon plays, which is a fifty percent chance, is Amazon's.
0: (laughs) You'd think so, but no. Amazon's only have a thirty-seven percent chance of beating Amazon's. (laughs) Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with humans. You're the closest because you've got a 52% chance of being humans. Ooh. The actual answers are Chaos and Chaos Pact. Mm. Weird how yeah, it's both the say. Chaos teams, isn't it? Okay, yeah. then. Uh, what about. I don't know, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on, Alex. You have the numbers here. Come on. Okay, I'm a high elf team. I have an exactly 50% chance of beating which low tier team? Merrick. Nurgle you're kind of just throw it all at the wall and see what sticks, player, aren't you? In this particular I'm, quiz, I'm pretty much just throwing out a race, and hoping because I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> no, Nurgle you've got a forty-two percent chance of beating.
1: I'm oh. going to go with vampires.
0: Correct. Straight on there. Finally got an honest to god point. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, if you're a, if you're a high off team, you have an exactly fifty percent chance of uh, beating vampires. Okay. Now,
1: as as I make it, so I think it's uh, Hawk and I on one each and Merrick on half. So is this the final question for the game?
0: Okay, I have, yes, I have one question. It's, on a, it's a totally different screwing thing of questions, a whole different uh, direction. We're totally and it's only worth on half a point. It's, it's worth 0.6 of a point. <laughs> <laughs> 0. 0. 0. 0. <laughs> 0. 0. 0.6 of a point, right. <laughs> okay, it's a riddle question. First oh. one to in and Gets It wins. I have a catcher, but no thrower. What team am I? Oh, Andy. You are. It's gone. Oh, no. You're a slam. Boom. Straight in there. Ooh. Correct. We have a victor. We have a victor with a with an uh, incredible two points. <laughs> and once again, Hawker invades and wins everything. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Um, of course, yeah, you get slam catchers and no throwers. The thing is, if no one got that, I had another one, which was, uh, assuming that runners are the same as catchers, I have a thrower but no catcher. Who am I? There is a team that has a thrower with no dedicated catcher piece.
2: No. Uh, that would be Norse.
0: No, no, we, dark dark runners. no they wouldn't. There's a
2: catcher
4: that is. it? Darkers, darkers do not have a thrower and a catcher. They have a runner.
0: But a runner's not a thrower, is he? Yeah, but yeah, also no. a runner's not a catcher. It's a runner. So which team has a thrower <laughs> but no catcher? Oh God! Look, okay. The answer, the answer is Underworld, okay? Oh yeah. Now stop complaining at me. My quizzes are brilliant. We're talking I, about. I refuse. So okay. There are
2: three
0: answers to that question that we didn't need. Well, look, that's why the beginning <laughs> said assuming runners are catchers I've a throw up. An... Look. I'm... Oh, oh, you said assuming. Sorry, I missed that bit. Well, if you don't listen, the
4: Dark <laughs> Elf Runner has access to passing skills.
0: Look, so assuming you... runners are catchers we <laughs> Dark Elf runner is a thrower. We could also say Dwarfs then in the same same vein, say there. Yeah. And the dwarfs also, are... hang on.
2: In, in the new rules, aren't the goblins now called Goblin Catchers?
0: Are they? On, on an Orc team, but not on a Underworld Under, team. Okay. Ah, but that wouldn't fit the question, because they have a thrower and a catcher. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they're no, not. they're not. Okay, fair enough. But no, an Orc would be answer to that question as well. Anyway... I'm going to bed. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going a bit delirious. I, I carried a fridge for the first time in my life today. I had to actually carry a fridge. They are no, bloody heavy. Yeah, but I thought they always thought they'd be heavier than washing machines. but Apparently, washing machines are even heavier. I that oh, today washer, as well. washing
1: machines are super heavy. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a fridge is empty space. You put stuff in it. A washing machine's got like a big old drum and electric motor. And Motor,
0: yeah, and all
1: that. Mike, Mike, I love that. I love that your uh, your knowledge of washing machines goes a drum and electric shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's also
2: actually a good description of a pad. The washing yeah.
1: machine yeah. also has a lot of <laughs> in it to stop
4: it shaking all over the place and moving. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, and it's there we go, got
0: other things. Yeah, there we go. Well answered. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> let's knock this off then. Let's 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 call this to wow. a because 'Cause we've been going for two hours now and I we need to my bed. We today. So we talked about the Orca Cola Championship and it's and it's upgrading to Blood Bowl two. We talked about the NAFC, the NAF Championship, what's happening week today. So if you're going, then have fun. And we talked to Skaven because we finally got back to talking about rosters again because one person said we should. <laughs> Therefore immediately <sighs> I got insecure and felt like I had to do it straight away. Well, thank so thank you. you. It wasn't to me, actually. I'd, my personalities <laughs> haven't quite fractured to that point yet where I'm envisioning myself as other people. That you know of. That I'm aware of. <laughs> and, of course, we've got a game of Bloodbusters. That Hawker only bloody came and won, like he always bloody does, winning stuff all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. That's why you're moving to Wales,
4: join the winner's circle.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I was, was, well, was going to say, bear, bear in mind, Alex, probably by the time we next record, we will be 40% minimum Welsh-based. That's true, actually.
0: Blimey. That's weird, isn't bear, bear, bear in it?
1: In mind, bear in mind, two of the five of uh, us will be over there. Assuming yeah. there's five of us who actually bother
0: to turn up. And we will do Would what... You... We will drag the reputation of the Welsh Blood Bowl team as a skillful group of players all the way to the bottom. <laughs> yeah,
1: <told>. yeah, <laughs> yes, in advance. Sorry about that, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You
1: him, well, th- in place. Don't you worry.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, Hawker.
4: My pleasure.
0: It has and been itches, a joy having not you on here. Change.
4: For the NAF championships, for those that are listening that are undecided, there's gonna. If you've been before, it's gonna be big changes. It's gonna be different. It's Exciting. To be there. There's gonna be strippers. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's there's
0: there's now gonna going be, be strippers. strippers,
2: and it's the first time. I'm not
0: something happened there and you got cut out then. But I'm mean, assuming oh, okay. you said that's it's the first time I'm going to try my new skills we'll, we'll a we'll stripper. We'll assume whatever you said was censored out. <laughs> <laughs> you said something right, about
4: winning the game.
0: <laughs> okay. So, Andy, can you, you're going to sign us out, all right? All right. got to do is we're going to say we've been anything but one, and all you have to do is say what could go wrong, all right? Okay. So, now, this sounds easy but a lot of people do it wrong. <laughs> Weirdly. I normally. So, We have been anything but a one. What can go wrong?
1: Oh,
2: nailed it.
0: Close enough, that'll
4: do,
2: won't it? Bang, straight in. Cool, well.